but since we were a little over time last week, what I did not get to mention is that once again, Dara, wizard eyes of the demigod Jackson here, would definitely also, without any kind of a check, if this isn't even taking 10, you could take zero and see this at this point, because what's your perception modifier again, just for the class? Um, my perception modifier is 30. Yeah, this is literally a take zero. It is, it is near as clear as day to you that this archive is not the end. That at its back, between a pair of shelves, there is a hidden door. There is a section of the wall that simply slides aside, allowing access to even deeper extensions of whatever this complex even is. The party. Kind of seems like there's only one way to go. Yep. Why don't you go ahead and just arrange thyselves? <laughs> I guess it's in the it's in the bottom left. The the far it will be on the far end of this room, but you would notice it as you enter. Although it is a quite a long uh... chamber, to be fair. And uh, as you finish sure. up, <laughs> finish up reading through the the notes here. Finish up looking through Panabar's journals. As Dara points out this hidden doorway here to everybody. You all move over and take up your positions. Uh, moving forward cautiously is, of course, you have been this entire time because, again, not a not a friendly place. Not these a friendly halls. place. Not at all. Nobody seems to use these doors, or if they do, they have keys that work very well. Very rude. But as Kahina steps forward to inspect what is certainly yet another trapped door, because these seem to just be infinite, every single, I think literally every single one of them in this complex has had a trap of some sort. Has there been a single untrapped yes. door? No. There has. There has, the, the guarded one. The guarded one. Well, the guarded one. Guarded, so Technically, I don't know. Technically, it was counts. a trap. It was trapped by an incredibly angry creature thing. Yes. As you move towards the door, it flies open, kicked out from its frame as the, of course, obviously trap set within this one is activated by the force that blasts this door open, sending a wave of electricity coursing through the floor you're standing on. And behind it, is Count Gil. <laughs> Sword and crystal in hand, already prepared with that same smile on his face. So, I'm gonna need some initiative rolls. <laughs> Okie dokie. Starting off hot. Yeah, you are. Yikes. Good old 16. That's okay. You're the five. Could be significantly worse than that, I'm sure. It could be worse. That's oh, true. Boy. Oh, God. Oh, boy. I mean, it can't. Poorly. I thought I didn't re-roll that because, I mean, it's not like it would get much better. Star poorly. This one is. <laughs> Who am I missing? Inori? 
Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I've clicked it. It's 15. 15, yeah. Oh, oh, that's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> we should have just fudged it. Uh, well, it's like 45. Yeah, easy. <laughs> As the door is open and you see him before, you can actually see he is still a bit wounded. Uh, he doesn't look like he has been fully healed from your previous encounter. Uh, he still bears the marks of some of the attacks and spells that you'd laid against him. Though he does look like he has largely recovered, he is visibly still hurt. But as this wave of electricity courses across the ground, everybody make me a reflex save. Hakduki? Oh, I got a 26. Okay. Those are all pretty hot. Yeah. Let's see. 27. 22. 33. 33. You are like a 90-year-old wizard. All right. <laughs> yeah, you it's magic. Can see into the future. Oh, so, and it was uh, magic. All of, you, all of you are going to be able to largely avoid this. None of you are going to be able to wholly jump out of the way. But as you see this trap trigger and lightning course across the ground, you sort of have forewarning as the door gets booted open. And at this point, you have all of you damn near supernatural reaction speed. Uh, everyone is only going to take 14 electricity damage from that trap. Okey And as the door opens, standing here, still smiling, Count Goom begins again. Surprising how deep you've managed to push into these halls, I must admit! A wild hunt indeed! Before swinging forwards towards Kahina. Uh, I know... Dara can't be caught flat-footed. Could you be caught flat-footed? I feel like you also had a thing that prevented you from being caught flat-footed. I can't be surprised. Okay. She always acts in a surprise round. round. I always yeah, act it's in a, a surprise, surprise round. round. Yeah, so... But I, you can I mean, be flat-footed? Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll just roll all of these dice, because this is against your flat-footed touch. So I'm going to say it's pretty unlikely any of these swings miss you, I imagine. Uh, I am positive your flat-footed touch is not higher than 27, which was the yeah. lowest of those three rolls. So as he opens the door, swinging with this sword, as it did before, it just kind of seems to cut wholly through you. But still somehow pulling apart some of your skin and, and even your uh, inside you as it just rips through like a, a, an incorporeal object, almost. this Whatever this green crystal he wields, still pretty unclear in its properties. So you're gonna take, let me math up some damage real quick. Uh, across the three swings, uh, that is going to be a total of 73 damage. As he seems to be much more able to bring these swings to bear, as he launches his attack before you can react. Following that up, seeing Dara behind him, or behind you rather, loosing another blast from his crystal. And Dara. What is your flat footed touch? It's physically possible this misses. Uh, 27? Your flat footed touch? Can't be oh, you can't be flat-footed. It's just your touch. Yeah. Well, your touch my touch is... is 25. It's slower than my flat-footed. He actually misses. Aha! Uh -huh. 
as he starts with his salvo into Kahina, you have a moment to prepare yourself, and you have seen what this crystal does. <laughs> you have seen these shenanigans. You just barely are able to dodge out of the way of the blast of energy that shoots past. So, Baylor, and Akina, you're on deck. You, as you see who it is behind the door, have a moment to uh, avert your gaze if you wish. Uh, or do whatever you will to react to his gaze attack, because you already you fought him before. You're aware of what its effects. And I can still target him. Yes, because it's 20% concealment. It's not total. Yeah. If you, like, actually... If you shut your eyes, he's totally concealed. You can't target him with spells, but there's also no chance the gaze affects you. If you right. avert your gaze, there's a 50-50 chance the gaze affects you, but he has regular concealment. You can still target him with spells and things. Right. I am going to avert my eyes. All right, so roll me a d100. Looking for 51. That's a 48. With a 48, you were a little more focused on that 33 on the reflex save, trying to get away from the surge of electricity from the, uh, across the floor before you actually realized who it was. So I'm going to need a will save from you. Twenty-nine. You feel your muscles start to lock and your body start to freeze in place as he comes through the door. But you are no regular peasant. You're Baylor freaking landless. <laughs> 16th level Crota yeah. answer. You managed to push through it. You are not paralyzed. And I'm going to push forward, push through it by reaching into my spell component pouch and pulling out a bone. Because I don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's bones. I'm not playing this game anymore. Crack. <laughs> We're done. You may be a fae, but you still have bones. He does, in fact, still have bones. So. Shake him. What's this? No, I don't think he's shaking him. I think oh. we've moved. I think we're a little beyond shaking. Oh, boy. This is a shatter. Oh, goodness. This is solidly a bone shatter, and he has no spell resistance, so he is just going to need to make a fortitude save, which... I'm gonna call this out because this is so rare with monsters. Is his worst save actually? Space shenanigans. Explode. Still, still gonna make it though. Oh. Oh, that's still gonna be 29 and fatigue. As uh, you're not able to completely delete his bones from inside of his body, but you do rack him. With, uh, with pain and fatigue, and you can see him slow, his attack stops, pauses for a full second as he tries to push through this spell. And then I am going to reach into my efficient quiver and pull that staff back out. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what's coming. <laughs> the staff at you look like, all right, blind me, I'm ready. All right, Kahina. All right, just look over at Anori and be like, Anori, step up. And then step back to give Anori space, five foot step back, and then casting defensively, cast a healing spell. Uh, or with my move action, sorry, I'll start my performance and then cast. 
Um, I honestly kind of assumed your move actually was start yeah. your performance at this point. Start you didn't even say it, but I just figured we were doing that. Yeah, and then uh, we'll throw and, uh, that on myself and get 30 back. Is this one a... Uh... It is. As you step back, he is going to step into the space of the room with you, closing with Dara, taking advantage of your retreat to move forward to him. Uh... Give me your concentration check for your defensive guess. Uh, 33. You're fine. You're totally fine. I saw 12 on the die. I was pretty sure you're fine at this point, casting Mm -hmm. like a third level spell. Yeah. So your wounds stitch closed somewhat. Uh, There's no even like visible cuts across you where he passes 33. Just like it's it instantly and pretty severely bruises and streaks where he strikes out at you, and you're wholly unable to deflect his attacks with your own weapon. It just passes through everything. Dara. Ignore you're on deck. He is Delete now in him. melee range. So, I... Oh, and uh, Kahina, also, I need you to roll me the... Both of you, I need you to roll me... Do you, are, are you averting your gaze, or what are you... What yeah, are you, I'm looking you down. you two doing? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going so to... I need D100s first from both of you before you start oh, okay. doing things. D100s. Because okay. that affects whether you have it. You said I can close my eyes, right? <laughs> you if can I'm just go, yeah, if you're not attacking, up, you can just completely close your eyes. Okay, I'm just closing okay. my eyes. I'm backing so you, up. I'm casting yeah, you hold, myself. You back up and completely blind yourself. Uh, now, Dari, you're just trying to look away, uh, mm-hmm. but still keep track of where he is so you can mount an but attack I'm also here. surprised that he just walked up to me. Right. So I am going to need a will save. Okay. So the 28's not your, your gaze aversion is not entirely successful. Yeah. Uh, will save is 31. Ooh, that's good. You guys are much more prepared this time. <laughs> it's not starting with immediately everyone's we blinded or paralyzed. This is going this much better. Oh, man. You also now, with some understanding of what you're up against, you feel this presence weigh on your mind, but you shake it off. You push through it. Pure adrenaline. Okay, adrenaline here. So I five foot step away, and I really did not appreciate having my bow stolen last time. <laughs> so I'm gonna kind of be not the greatest person ever, and I am going to uh, a just full salvo and aim for his privates. Oh. And oh, <laughs> I'm no. gonna add I'm gonna add two grit and it'll it'll bleed his constitution. <laughs> I was gonna say, are you trying to pin his ball? Yes floor? <laughs> Alright. So Zara. This is where I'm training is let us. Yeah, wow, right. you take someone's weapon and this is what you get! Dara's so, very upset about being this last time. Very upset. And then the first two shots, our uh, first three shots are also grit. Um, oh, so you spent like five grit here. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah, that's more like it. Oh, let me look. Did I have a thing for the day? It was 13, I believe. Oh, 13, that's right. Wow, it was way too quick with that. Yeah. And it's 13? Okay, so. I remember that. I remember that. So the second, third, and fourth are 18, 18, and 17. So I could... So you have yeah, three crit threatens, and with his fatigue, all but the last of those will connect with him. So okay. we're going to hit that button again. 
for the confirmations. Ooh. Uh, not so good, but I can re-roll that. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, neither the second nor the third is going to confirm, but you can okay. try it again because you roll twice and take bests. One more okay. macro. Uh, 29 and a 35. It was the second and third. So it was 28 and a 35. But because he oh, is fatigued, because he is fatigued. Oh, no, the 28 is not going to confirm either, actually. That one's not graded. Never mind. That's the because that yeah, was that fourth a, shot. So that one's actually shot. not graded. So two of those are going to confirm. So okay. you're going to end up with two hits and two crits. Okay. Uh, okay. So first hit is for 23. Second uh, hit. And you feel like he resists most of that. Okay. But uh, clustered shots won't matter going forward. Yeah. Uh, and then the crits is 23. 24 and 21. Okay. And then the second crit is 18, 22, and 18. <laughs> and then I guess I get sonic damage? And then you get 46 sonic damage, yes. Okay. For 16. Another 16 damage. Wow. That's a that's a series, and he's also now bleeding con. So, yeah. <laughs> you how much con exactly is it? Uh, uh it's just one. It's just, just one. Bleeding uh, I guess it would be ridiculous if it was any higher than that. To be yeah, fair. Yeah, no, it's just one point of con. I think per turn. I don't All right. Look. I've never actually so, used it before. But as no. you lay into him here, as he's already quite fatigued from the bone shatter, and you take a. Uh, Less than friendly approach. Low blow here. Low to blow. your salvo here. A uh, yeah, low blow to return the favor for what he did previously. <laughs> yeah. These bolts lay into him. And you have clustered shots. So it's not even like it's two critical hits. Two solid bolts. I went into the soft and squishy parts. Right where you're aiming. And two more landing almost near perfectly on that. I mean, you're, you're basically Robin Hooding your bolts here at this point. And from 10 feet away at this range, after he's already being staggered from this cast, you nearly take him all the, like completely down in the blink of an eye. And as he staggers back from this, his eyes go completely wide, and you hear him kind of just suck in air. <laughs> for a moment as this kind of blasts the wind and the reason out of him here and the crystal disappears out of his hand and dissipates and after a moment just mm, let's go with a sword out of his hand the sword fades as well farewell I concede <laughs> and he just doubled over in pain like his head almost bent all the way down to the ground and Hori? <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Do it. First of all, Do it. are you looking at him? No. I would be smart enough, the door pops open and be like, oh! So give no. me your D100. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 
All right, uh, so you, 80. as he bends over, it looks like it turns his face down to the ground. You're spared this gaze. It doesn't even have an opportunity as you as you immediately avert your eyes to take any hold on you. But what what do you do? He's clearly not really attacking you anymore. He's he's let go of the crystal sword. They're both gone. He just doubled over. Like he's almost on the ground, just in pain. I am going a five foot step to right in front of him. And look over at Dara. And then look back at him. And put my sword to his throat and say, it looks like you underestimated this prey. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, as soon as I submit, that's, that's you. That's your turn. Yeah, that's me. And as he's... Uh, he, he sinks down to his knees, the sword uh, on his throat, but him not, seemingly way more disturbed by the bolts in him at the moment. <laughs> and just double, like, almost curls up in the fetal position, just on the floor. His hands tucked into his groin, very gingerly <laughs> trying to make it hurt at least a little bit less. And uh, as he's bent over there, he is going to attempt to make a heal check to stop the bleeding. <laughs> no, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> First and last time Dara used that ability. <laughs> so what is he? Uh, he doesn't have any ranks in that, so it's just off of his wisdom. Which fortunately is pretty high. Ooh, he's going to fail. DC 15 to stop bleeding and he doesn't hit it. Oh, so, no. just kneel up on the ground. That would seem so. By the gods! What fighting style is this? <laughs> <laughs> I think the fair is fair. And, uh, <laughs> I think fair is fair, you say. <laughs> 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 And he's still just, just laying there. Ah, I suppose there's no rules in Mortal Kombat, but oh, even my face standards, that's bold. And he's going to try another heal check. And hard 20 is that one. So he managed mm. to stop the bleeding. So would you like to step out of our way now? Yes. Very well, I'm gonna need a minute. Where's Panavar? And he just pulls one hand out from the ball he's curled into and just points back at the hall behind him over his shoulder. That way, very well, he's waiting. Oh, oh by the gods. Now move. You see, that's rather difficult given the circumstance. Push him out of the way. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> or step on him as you walk over him I mean that's what I would do I mean you can just kind of walk awkwardly around edge around him he's, he's come yeah. through the doorway I will push as I push past him I will literally just leave a heal light potion on the ground for him 
Your life doesn't live on the ground. As as Kahina walks by, as I walk by, I just take my like I'm using my uh as as I'm walking by, and I just kind of like smack him with the bottom of the staff, like I like a bad grandma. You're bad. (laughs) No, no, no. like when you're walking over rocks and you put a staff down to like. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna like <laughs> smack it on him as I walk, as I step on him as I walk over him. So, moving uh, on from that. Yeah, on from from this encounter here. You make your way into this narrow hallway that leads out from the archives, and as you make your way down the hall. Uh, Dara taking up the rear as his usual, leaving Count Goom just curled up in the fetal position on the floor <laughs> behind you, still just whimpering softly. We want to do a little a bit of healing. healing potion from yeah, yeah, with a little bit of healing from Hinori. You would see yet another doorway hidden into the side of the hall here in front of you. This one also reasonably obvious to Dara. This one not even particularly expertly hidden. It feels like when they were designing this, they figured anyone who got to this point was going to find whatever door they hid. So a cursory effort was put in to hide it, but it's nothing like anything you've been by before. or Not, not even near the same difficulty tier as everything else in here. And I assume you're using the wands to heal up as you walk as well. I would like some, yes. Yeah. So, <coughs> as you heal up and check this door out, Kahina, you would realize that this one is neither locked nor trapped. But as you approach it, you would hear a chime echo through the hallway. An alarm spell, probably. Oh. Sounds like you... a doorbell. Kind of sounds like a doorbell, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's basically what going through this an point? alarm spell is, a magical doorbell. <laughs> basically, yes. That, True. That's it's exactly what it less, was. Less consensual, but yeah. Which way are we going? Through um, secret door number 517. <laughs> down the hallway. Maybe we should keep checking these doors. Okay. Can I? I know I'm not Nell, but is full defense something that I can still do? Yeah, that's do? just a thing anyone can do. That's a, yeah. that's a universal action. It, it really doesn't do anything out of combat. Oh. Yeah, it's not really super helpful. So, you open the door to another hallway. The seemingly infinite just winding paths of this oh. complex. Just wait, can... wait one moment, wait. please. Yeah, <laughs> and Traps. I would walk back to, <laughs> walk back to the guy. Hey, boy. Be like, <clears throat> we need better directions. This place is a mess. <laughs> did you mean left, or did you mean like through the wall? <laughs> and as he just kind of turns and pulls his head up to look over his shoulder, and probably would see Inori or somebody peeking their head around the corner. No, yep, yeah, you got it. That's right. Ah. Much appreciated. And then I walk back. <laughs> you, even, you even thanked him. 
if you're lying, we'll come back and kill you. Yeah, I mean, like, like once he got to Garen here at this point, like, if he's, if he's trying to dupe you, you're going to come back and he's going to get super murdered, which is like a higher grade of regular murdered. Yeah. I mean, at this point, he might prefer that. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Maybe, maybe just a better outcome for him entirely. But uh, is this Kina in front? This is your this is your order. Or you want an Ori in front? Mm-hmm. Kina in front. Yeah, I guess I'm okay. I'm in front now. So as you make your way down this first, just straight, normal stone hallway. Now, the first you've encountered in largely this whole complex looks like it was designed by a person who didn't have some kind of insane agenda behind them. You come to a, an angle. <clears throat> and as you come around the corner, you see, well, quite a bit, really, in this next chamber. First of all, standing before you, in this room is Panavar Lothied. Next to a single, simple door on the far side of another strange, wide chamber. This room hearkening almost back to when you'd fought Dagio in the Senate under chambers, but this one less round and more octagonal. The series of three wide steps ringing the entirety of the room leading down to a recessed floor in the middle with an altar resting in its center. This altar barely even seems like it's a physical material, much less stone or anything simple like that, looking to be formed entirely of shadows and faint whispered sound. A purely magical creation. Between you and Panavar is this scintillating rainbow wall that he had conjured up before in the bathhouse. And with him is another creature. A, well, vaguely looks like a woman tall, rather slender, clad in a gown that appears to be made of more spider web than silk, holding a long staff topped with another giant spider. And hanging from her necklace, from the staff, dangling from her arms and various bits of her dress are strange fetishes and idols of savage and ancient magical traditions. And she has a visor planted around the top half of her face, seemingly obscuring her sight completely. Baylor, or Nori if you have it, do you want to make me a knowledge planes check? Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do you and Ori, do you want to make famine. a knowledge planes check? Oh, a nat no. one and a nat 20. <laughs> story of the campaign with knowledges. That was exactly <laughs> just the story of every knowledge check that I think hey, the um... pair of you have really ever made. I know like, this. I'm... No way. Baylor? Like, hold on, hold on. I know. No, no. 
I know what this Plastic. is. Like, I, I definitely recognize this, but uh, Baylor, you want to go ahead and enlighten the rest of the party? <laughs> just tell everybody it's fine. Uh, 46 I got on my knowledge. Do I recognize this creature? <laughs> I think you certainly would recognize this creature as this is yet another of the many variations of Psychopomp. Uh, this one, a Marigna, one of the more powerful of the Boneyard Servants, one of the strongest of the Psychopomp. I, I don't know if race is the correct word, but these Psychopomps are weapons. These are not ushers of souls. These are not harvesters or collectors like the Vants or anything we've seen before. These are hunters. Dispatched out directly by Phrasma's heralds to address problems. These... These are quite literally... Phrasmin extra dimensional bounty hunters. And this is a proper psychopomp, not a sakil. This is not a sakil. This looks like a fully normal Marigna psychopomp. And I guess you with that 46, I'm just going to tell you what you would know about them we'll glaze over the questions because you would get like F7 in the interest of brevity. Like most psychopomps, uh, they are fairly resistant to magic and mortal weapons both as well as cold and electricity. <laughs> like, mo <laughs> like, like most, most things. psychopomps. <laughs> like most that exist in a campaign. But these... These psychopomps, where if the icon of a vamp is the scythe, the icon of the marigna is a spider. They are able to conjure, summon, and control both large spiders and swarms of spiders uh, to the point where they can directly, mentally, both manipulate them and see through their senses. It is how they hunt. It is their main tool. They are powerful enough psychopumps to not only have an innate ability to sense and detect any undead creatures or to speak with the deceased but it is said that the ability of a marigna's information gathering the height of their skill is so intense that the very stones themselves will yield to their interrogations like all psychopumps they are both very dangerous combatants as well as powerful spellcasters. And these ones specifically have a lot of magic aimed towards their hunt. Keeping themselves protected in shape, undeterred, inexorable in their pursuit, and stopping those who would oppose them. Panavar, standing behind this Marigna, his hands folded atop his black staff, simply glares through this shimmering prismatic wall at the group of you as you come around this corner. Grimace on his face, contemplating. Well then, 
I must admit. I suppose I'm not terribly surprised. Enter, then. This is what you have sought all this time, is it not? A new lord of the wall. I think not. Well, going into the room is... Suspect. You would think if I deigned to strike you down as you stand, you'd fare better single file in that hallway. Hmm. Step inside. Very, very warily, because <laughs> I want no part of that wall. Uh, yeah. I guess we'll move forward. Uh, <laughs> I would. I guess. I guess this is this is where we live now. She just very, very cautiously opens suspect of Panavar, the giant wall of rainbows, the shadow altar, the psychopomp, the room in general. Do I see any devices that look suspicious? Devices that look suspicious. <laughs> um, not Perhaps artifacts. Like artifacts not... that look super well, powerful. The altar looks incredibly questionable. Hmm. But, uh, oh. it's difficult to tell if it's even corporeal, much less anything you're after. Turning giant spiders around because... And not, no. The, the ceiling is not particularly high. Uh, it, okay. it only starts a couple feet above the door and arches up a bit to mirror the stairs sinking down to the center of the room, but topping out maybe at, like, 15 feet in the center of the room. It's not like a massive gaping chamber, and it's fairly well lit by the shimmering prismatic wall as well as Anorian Panavar's light spells. He stands there. So. You've come all this way. For what, exactly? Do you even know what it is you seek? Uh, so crucible. Yes, I have a mission. He nods to the door next to him. Through here. But, as I am sure you understand, I have no mind to simply let you pass. Shocks that I kind of thought it was going to be that easy. Oh well. Even now, so late is the hour. You still don't even understand what it is you're doing here, do you? And Nora, you can feel like a slow, boiling rage coming out of Ciaran as you are here at both the Psychotrax, Soul Crucible, and Panavar. 
Siren's Siren's losing it a little bit. Stay with me, buddy. Keep it together. There's no response. You can tell he is already trying his hardest to stay in control. I would glance at uh, Baylor and Anori, and I don't know if actually I would start probably glancing at Anori, and she would probably her eyes would be glued to the other side of the room. So I don't know if I could catch her gaze. So I'd probably glance at Baylor and just quickly dart <clears throat> my eyes over to the other side to maybe see if he has any ideas of how to get past the wall without actually saying anything. <laughs> We still have we're them. still telepathically we're, 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 we still have. But that's just, this is so suspect him, in though. a room of like, really, yeah. I would rather just look that way. <laughs> so you don't want to risk any form of communication. Yeah. I don't want any <laughs> Panavar continues. You've encountered this spell when last we met in your toilet in Zemar. Wherever it was you had chosen to stay. You're aware of its effects, and if not, I'm sure Landless can explain them to you. There's no way through or past this. I can maintain this indefinitely. And here in my lair, I am shielded from not just death itself, but all the rigors of the passage of time. This is as far as you go. What, you're just gonna hide behind your little wall? Last time you were talking a pretty big game. Now you're just gonna hide from us and you claim to not be afraid, huh? I want you to properly understand what it is you stand in the way of, what you are trying to prevent, what it is that you think you are saving Taldor from. You're welcome to stay as long as you desire. I have the patience of immortality. There is nowhere now that I need to be. If you wish, we can stand here until the end of time itself, and you can watch this nation spiral into chaos and despair. And what are you doing here, Spider Lady? She gently shifts her face towards you, but says nothing. And Panavar kind of smirks a little bit. You know what this is, fool. Oh, uh, just one second. Out of character. Um, would I recognize something similar? What was the psycho or the psycho pump that gave me the mission? Was it would definitely not have one? been a Marigna. And as okay, you've seen from else. like Xan and this, psycho pump's physical form spend okay, like the whole. Yeah, you would not even having okay. interacted with both Xan and another higher grade psycho pump, you would okay. have no idea this was a psycho pump. It just looks okay. like a spider lady. Okay, I mean, perfect. We, we've yeah. read into Sorry, a lot of psycho pump and Sakil. Yeah. And none of them have basically anything in common. There, there yeah. is nearly nothing in common between these creatures. So okay, yeah, I was just making sure. I didn't them. really know what the one that had given me the mission looked like, so I was just making sure. Okay, sorry, continue. So he, uh, the smirk. 
You've encountered her kind in your journeys. Drine, the seer you met upstairs. She told me you encountered a weaker of the psychopomps back in Yonmas. This is one far more powerful. Dispatched here, if not by the Grey Lady herself, by one of her strongest disciples, one of her heralds, to investigate a disappearance. How did that go? He turns to the psychopomp with a grin. What did you find here, Marigna? Turn back, heroes. His power is unparalleled. And he smiles. She obeys me now. No god, no deity, no higher power. That is the strength of Thassatorum. And you think you can stand against that? You monsters are all the same. It's all about power with you guys. And here I thought the Grand Wizard Panavar might actually have an interesting endgame. No, you just want to have it all to yourself, huh? I seek only peace for myself, for my friends and family, and for my nation. I have Did watched... a bang-up job of that by killing the its empress. Elected. I have. You have not seen the extent of our machinations. Your utropia was as flawed as any other mortal. She's what? 40 years of experience behind her. A flicker in the fabric of time. She understands nothing. No more than any of the rest of Taldor's worthless emperors. But, given a guiding hand, given more time, given more knowledge, insight, wisdom, experience of generations, centuries even. Do you not think this nation deserves a better ruler? Have you not seen the chaos that has been wrought even in your short lives? The wars, the famines, the genocides. In my Man is a flicker and worthless beast. In my experience, most of this has been caused by you, or by your word. I had no hand in the warmongering machinations of General Pytherius, if that's what you're implying, though I did watch them closely. Did you not have complete control of him? I do not understand what your point was in that city, then. The same as anywhere else. To watch to learn, to provide guidance. Well, your uh, guidance did not help. We had very little influence over the general. Master Jareth did his best, but Pytherius was a bull-headed and stubborn man who would listen to no reason. His decisions were his own. 
Hmm. Well, he's not a concern anymore anyway. Can we kill him now, Baylor? I'm really getting bored. And he looks across to Baylor. You, of all people, unless I would think would see the benefit in this. Is this lost on you, somehow? With your own po political aspirations, all of those you've had to work with, those you've been forced to endure. And seeks only his own personal power, and I can't blame them given their short time in this world. Do you not see how much better we could be? A ruler not bound by the limits of time and mortality. I've said it before to another of your members who was wreaking all this chaos you claim to be stopping. Time needs to keep moving forward. And it can. And it will. Indefinitely. You could bear witness to that if only you could see your own potential. But perhaps it is the human blood in you. Typically, I've found elves to be far more understanding. So, what is it then? You have no hope passing this wall and I can maintain it indefinitely. If you're hmm. hoping for even some kind of divine intervention, they have tried. And the, uh, Marigna speaks again. The Grey Lady bears no witness here. She does not, as you have found. <laughs> so what, then? Did and again, you can see Arin is, is Boiling. Like, it's starting to bleed out to you a bit, Anori. Mm -hmm. Every single word Panavar says just pisses him off more. And he's to the point almost of trying to push through the control, and you don't even feel like it's wholly intentional. It's just he is so over his brother that he literally cannot control himself anymore. And I would... the blade itself even starts to heat up. Oh, Ziaran, man. Okay, okay. How do I get on the other side of that wall, man? I mean, we got to stop him, right? I, I can feel your anger. You have to keep it together. We're playing with very dangerous things here. I, I understand that. And I want to get him too, for you. I want to get the Psychotracks. Make me a bluff check real quick. Okay. You specifically. Yeah, 22. Okay. Give me one moment. Bluffing my sword is never good. <laughs> I'm bluffing your sword. As it starts to heat up and you start to get a little worried here, you just quickly throw a glance down at your hand and Panavar sees and he uh nods of course 
How could I go without addressing Ciaran? My own brother. Come so far pursuing that which he lost here. And Nori may be a will save. I don't oh. know what Ciaran's ego is, but against that number. I can get it for you real quick here. Let me just save real quick, because I know it's like right. low 20s, so if you get like a 34, I'm sure you're fine. Oh but no. Ooh. 17. Let me check real quick, because. I do not think that is fine. I am positive a 17 is below CRN's ego at this level. Oh, his ego is 18 right now. You got two session rerolls, and also all four games is just giving you another <laughs> hero point. If you want to. I'm going to use that you. hero point then. It's destiny, it's fate. I'm going to use that right now. <laughs> all right. Hero point your will save against CR in here. Oh, jeez. Oh! Yeah! That was Nearly almost two. another two. <laughs> but to a nat 20, after all the time you've spent with CR and you have enough control to be able to push him back down into the sword and control it. And the blade cools in an instant. <sighs> and you can still feel his rage but you contain him. You push back and you push back hard, sealing him off. And uh, Panavar continues. How has he been? I thought it odd he broke off all contact after his mishap. I was unclear as to what had happened, really. The intervening centuries have taken their toll and he has taken surprising pains to hide himself from my divinations. And he gestures towards the shadow altar in front of him. Perhaps this very relic still exerted his influ its influence over him after what happened in this very room. He tells a very different story. Oh, I'm sure he does. He always has. Trust me, I love my brother as any of my own kin. Oh, and that's why you've trapped his soul in a sword. <laughs> that's... That's what he told you. That this was my fault. Not his own miscalculation. I didn't seal CR in the sword. He sealed himself, trying to draw the power out of the Psychotracks so we could use it. He was trying to activate it. It needed alchemy, not magic. Something I studied precious little. And At your always command, taken a better... though. <laughs> That's You're... my command. I was the one who brought it here, surely. But he wanted contact with Thassatorum far more than I did. It was him who showed me the power of these suck heels. How valuable they were as allies. It was he who browned Ellers in our own home. No. I, I want a sense motive on that. <laughs> okay. If I can. Sense uh, me some motive. 22. Uh, 22, he doesn't seem like he's just making stuff up on the spot, so he's either practice lies or he seems sincere. 
but he has had a long time in this world. Yeah. And 500 years of pretending to be his own descendants over and yeah. over again. <laughs> He's gotten pretty okay at this, so it's impossible to tell. This is all pointless. He's come here in your hands and driven you to the ends that he has. Again, I'm sure he doesn't arrive on good terms. Perhaps he truly does blame me. Perhaps the years have given him a strange memory of how these things have gone. But you have come this far. You've hacked your way through my circle that I've been building for generations. Not that there's been terribly much effect, other than the loss of Earl Traverak, who was a bit of a pretentious twat, if I do say so. A small loss. Well, your what do you friend is here? bleeding out out there. So. A member of the Wild Hunt. Their ties to this plane are tenebrous at best. Even if he were slain, he'd just retreat back to the first world, heal up, meet with his monarch, and return back here fighting fit. What exactly do you think it is we do here? What is your plan? Cut us all down with swords, have a good laugh about it, and move on to save Taldor, or whatever it is you believe you've been doing. Stop another monster from taking over the world, essentially. It's probably the best answer, I would think. Well, I can't help but feel you've come here with one goal in mind. And after all that you've endured, it's far from my place to deny you your vengeance. Fine. If this is the only way you'll see it through, let us have this fight you desire so badly. But you chose this. Remember that. And takes a hand off his staff and begin to encant a spell. I'm going to step away from the wall. You are oh, going not, to roll okay, okay. Okay. I didn't know if he was still doing you all things. No, going I, didn't, I didn't know whether... <laughs> That's how initiative works, sadly. Well, yeah, but it, he didn't say initiative, so I was like, well, yeah, if, we're, was, uh... if we're having a... <laughs> hey, you're not, you're not playing right if you're not trying to do one extra thing before you roll. <laughs> trying to get one extra action out of there. No. Okay, that's okay. Why is it not... Initiative. I, yeah, I don't know why you're It's not working. doing my token for some reason. I've clicked on it both. Right. It's, you want a oh, weird 25 thing. That time. All righty, so... there was a time for it. I'm going yeah. to fall on my power. Roll twice and add my intelligence. <laughs> See what I get. Ooh. That's pretty good. You can do that on initiative rolls? Initiative, concentration, caster level checks, and savings throws. That's pretty spicy, I must admit. Pretty good. Alright. Miraculously, Baylor, you are the first to act. As he raises his hand with your ability to just see a small amount of the way into the future here. 
do? What do you do? With this wall between us, I know it stops magic in a lot of ways. If I tried to counterspell something he did, would that, would the wall stop that? Uh, no. No magical effect can pass through the wall, so, like, you couldn't cast Disintegrate on him right now because it would just be dissipated by the wall. Right. But things like a counterspell or even, like, if you wanted to cast Soroko on the other side of the wall, like, anything that doesn't interact with the wall, you can do on the other side of the wall. Just nothing can pass through it. So you could you could counterspell him on the backside of that wall. All right. I am going to first with a swift motion get everybody else speeding up. Yeah, I like it. Good start, quick for and, sure. Yeah, quick and haste goes off. And then I am going to pull out a Forgot one. long, thin, completely wrapped object and hold it out to Inori and think to her, throw it at the wall. As with my other hand, I start readying to try to counter whatever Panavar does. All right. So, because this literally never comes up, how does counterspelling actually work? <laughs> I think I this have... is literally the first time anyone's ever actually tried. I, I did it against Bartleby. That's actually true. You did counter Bartleby's haste with your haste. So... If he casts, I get a spellcraft check to identify what he's casting. If I identify it, I can either give up a cast of the same spell to automatically stop it, or I can use a cast of Dispel Magic or Greater Dispel Magic, which needs the caster level check. But if I pass the caster level check, it stops it. So the caster level check just like you were dispelling it, basically? Yes. Okay. Well, he is, in fact, going to start casting a spell. He is a wizard. It is what he does. Spellcraft check of a hard one. Is it 15 plus double spell level or 15 plus spell level? Because hard ones don't automatically fail on skill checks. And I think, I... I'm pretty sure 28 identifies even like a ninth level cast. Wow. Because it it's might. just, yeah, it's I just 15 plus spell level head. actually. Like 24 is literally as high as it goes. So this is 16 level Pathfinder. You succeed with that nat one. He is casting time stop. You want to let that I, one go, or you want to, uh... I am going to give up a cast... Well, I'm going to basically cast Greater Dispel Magic to try to stop that from happening. It's good to have in the future. You literally can't fail to identify a spell. I like four. 
You couldn't you couldn't fail to identify quick at the time stop. Alright. Give me your check, comrade. Alright. Greater dispel gives a plus four on doing this. Sure, I've got all my modifiers in this. <laughs> go, get everything. Get everything. I am going. Seven does not do it. I will use one of my own hero points. <laughs> this is the time. This <laughs> is the moment this for is the those time. To This work. is the place. All right, hero point. What do we got? Caster level this check of a 40. 40 will do it. And as he begins his incantation, as you're just waiting, you squelch his magic. Uh, reaching out with the most powerful magic that you have, your own chronomancy, to prevent Panivar from stopping time. I'm the chronomancer here. <laughs> Look at me. Chronomancer! I'm the chronomancer. And Nori. Okay. Okay. So Baylor is holding this rep thing to you. I am going to switch CR to my left hand and spin him around behind me. And as I do, uh, I'm swiftly going to enhance him with keen and white fire flaming burst as well as uh, making him the strongest possible weapon I can muster and he at the same time because we're on the same page will grant me his own strength the black smoke billowing out and as I make that switch I, I, I will turn around behind me with my now free right hand take that out of Baylor's and spin to a knee and throw it at the wall I imagine the throw would be the standard. Yeah, it's your standard. So you throw this thing over towards the wall. You don't have to tell me what it is. I definitely know. And as you throw this thing forward, the wrapping comes off of it, revealing the small wooden rod that Prince Carius, I'm sure this is what you're throwing, that, oh, yeah. uh, that Prince Carius had to given you back at the Palace of Birdsong before you came to hide him. And the Rod of Cancellation flies out towards the prismatic wall. And as it connects with this shimmering rainbow, it hits with a massive surge of magical feedback. The rod explodes in a near blinding but silent flash of light. And each of you kind of have to blink your eyes a bit. But as you look back up, the prismatic well is gone. As is the rod. <laughs> Dara. Light him up! Okay, um, I foot, five, I'm going to five foot step up to get the best shot as I can get. 
Um, and try uh, best shot I can get, and I will try to shoot this man. <laughs> uh, I am going to grit everything. I'm going to also try and pin uh, with one more grit and I am also going to spend two more grit to a different shot and try and bleed out some constitution so lots of lots, lots of grits being used here <laughs> So you, you. This is the moment you've been waiting for. You dump your entire grit pool almost into this man as you just loose shot after shot after shot. And uh, <laughs> I may re-roll. Well, mm, I may re-roll that uh, natural one. I don't yeah, know the modifier. Can I just? Can I just uh, re-roll that again to confirm for the second one and re-roll the fourth one? Yeah, if you want to re-roll the, I will tell you both of the last two misses. The, the both the that one and the last shot, which are both thirteens, both misses touch AC. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want to re-roll uh, the nat one, yeah, just do the thing again, and we'll take the second shots to quick confirm, and the second to last shot is your nat one being re-rolled. Okay. So. Second shot was uh -huh. another. That was uh -huh. a seventeen into an eighteen. Yeah, and then the last one's a 19 still, so still not very good. And, uh, but it is against his touch AC because you're gritted. Oh, nice. So oh, you yeah, will right. hit him so far three times and land one confirmed crit, and they need one more shot for haste. So oh, right. just do it again in the first shot. Uh, okay. Um, first shot would be a 28. And that one is also going to hit. So you end up with a total of four hits and one crit. Okay. Cool. Okay. As so these bolts just lay into Panabar. Okay, so four hits. It goes uh, 23, 21, 19, and 23. And then the crit. There's, yeah, there's the normal hits. Yeah, crit does 24. Uh, 18 and 19. You do now, so. Panavar here is clearly an old man. He's been alive for centuries. And this salvo of bolts has actually just one rounded Grisantian lions before. But Panavar, as these bolts stick into him and he staggers, having lost his wall, he is still standing. And I'd be like, Kahina, it's all you. I believe. I believe. And as I he kind of coughs in pain, what do you think this will accomplish? You think I'm going to simply die? <coughs> Kahina. All right. Time to step up. I'm gonna slap my uh, breastplate. That will start uh, my performance with that swift action. I suppose this will be a point to point a uh, moment to point out that with his mastery of time and chronomancy and the ability to see the initiative table, Panavar appears to have mythic double initiative, and it will be his turn again after you. Bah! 
Pardon? <laughs> he goes twice each round. Mm-hmm. We have to try to end this quickly. Um, so... So it'll be Kahina, and then him, and then Baylor, and then him. <laughs> Think to Baylor. I, <laughs> I hope you have something for this if I, if I don't make it. Over here, or ten feet away, excuse me. And then we're gonna give him the, the what's what. 33. As you come in. The 33 connects. He is an old man. 24. Max damage. And then another uh, haste. You moved. No. I moved. All right. And then roll 1d6 for Sonic. Oh, one. One extra point of damage. And as you rush in and cut him, charging with your glaive, beginning your performance, your song echoing out through the room, he stumbles, clearly in great pain. And as you connect, and he staggers back against the wall, the psycho pump speaks. Be healed, my master. As she starts to cast a healing spell. And Panavar is going to be healed. Cast defensively? If she, she casts defensively, she can't she can't fail I, it. I assumed not, but it's always worth asking. <laughs> and as this healing magic flows out into Panavar, you see his wounds start to close up and cinch around both the slash from the glaive, as well as with the bolts of land. Four. Four. I for you guys, that was an incredibly low roll. This is going to heal for an amount. And then the Psycho Pump steps forward, putting herself in between you and Panavar. Vanivar is going to step back and throw out a hand towards Dara and cast a spell. And as he does, he conjures forth one of the floating, massive, phantasmal hands that you'd seen from the battle before. Uh, this one reaching it down towards you. What is your CMD, Dara? My CMD no, it's is 41. 41, Ooh, wow. okay, so I'm gonna math out. Okay. I'm going to fill in point to that. What? So, uh, <laughs> oh my you're fed a You fed a kebab, thank you for that tell one. Tell them that. I gotta. Yeah, don't tell them that. Definitely gotta. <laughs> Okay. Reroll grippy hand here. That's better. And as this hand reaches out, it wraps around you, uh, holding you in place and crushing you with overwhelming force, as it does. And you are going to take 20 damage. 
as you're just trapped inside this force fist. And Panavar calls out, Do you not understand how this works? Do what you will with this body. I cannot be killed. I cannot be stopped. And he bleeds for one constitution. <laughs> Alrighty, Baylor. And then Panavar again. I assume with my arcane sight and the fact that he clearly knew we were coming with the wall and everything, he got a plethora of magic auras all over him. Well, he's got some, like, clearly visible ones. Like, he, he obviously has a, a floating shield in front of him. You've all seen that all right. one before. He is, he does have a variety of defensive spells prepared. He, he definitely was aware that you were coming and prepared accordingly. All right. I am going to draw on the power of my ring, bonded object, and once again cast that greater dispel magic targeting him with it okay and we going all in on this one <laughs> i'm calling on the power of my patron to make sure i'm getting rid of everything that i can so this just goes down the list of every spell he has on him and tries to check against each one right is there a limited number of it's, like how many i i make one roll and it dispels up to four because it's one per four levels okay and it goes it actually does go down like from highest spell level down i'm pretty sure on greater yes. dispel magic. okay give me your dispel check hint they all have the same dispel dc because he cast all of them so calling on the power of my patron first dispel check is gonna be a 38 yeah and the second is gonna be a 37 so a 38, 38 will work so let me look from the top down, because he has... Oh, wait. No, you cast this directly on him. Yes. All right, hold on. There's a strange interaction here tonight. One second. This is, this is a weird one. Yeah, I, uh... I suppose that would work. So as you cast your greater dispel magic on him and go to strip away his magical protections, his magic overwhelms you, forcing the dispel magic back onto yourself. You dispel four effects off of yourself. I don't know that I have four effects on me. You lose haste, you lose mage armor. I don't, I don't know have mage you, armor. Oh, you don't even have mage armor on. <laughs> what? I've got... Oh, you have braces of armor now, that's right. No, I have robes of the arc magi. Oh, I know you did something. That was what it was. Yeah. So it might just be haste, honestly. It, it dispels haste. How? Ooh. Hold on. How does dispel greater dispel magic interact with permanency? Oh no. An application of permanency can only be dispelled by a caster of higher level than you were when you cast the spell. Which I think you are higher level than when you permanently arcane sight on yourself. You, you, the blue glow fades from your eyes. You dispel your permanency arcane sight. And I guess 
I would be out of the mental connection now, too. Yes, you would purge yourself from the telepathic bond. You'd lose your haste. Everyone would see him slow, and you'd see the magic fade from Baylor's eyes as he dispels his own protections off of himself. Do we all is lose haste, then, or is it just him? No. No, because it's targeted him. on me. Okay. Yeah, it's not like emanating from him. It targets each of you, so you all do keep your own effects. All right. Well, feeling that, Ooh. that failed spectacularly. Yeah, spell turning is a hell of a drug. Wow. Uh... I need some protection. <laughs> Realizing, oh, oh no, and you quickly throw up a shield yeah. in front of yourself. Oh no. Not that I feel it's very effective against what we're up against, but it's what I got. And then Panavar will weave together another spell. As this hand wrestles with Dara, he conjures up the massive boiling wall of lava, dividing the room completely in half and preventing any of you from reaching him and sealing Kahina with alone against him and the Marigna. And he's gonna continue to just stumble back away and bleed Mark Khan. Yeah, idiot mythic initiative means you bleed Khan twice around. <laughs> Synergy. As this wall pops into being, all of you immediately feel the heat well out over you. And I believe it is 46, yes. So each of you just in the range here take 16 fire damage, which is gonna be everybody in addition to the Marigna, actually. I guess to make a spell resistance check to overcome her spell resistance. But she will pass, so the Marigna is also going to take 16 damage. And as the wall comes into being, a plume of, of lava surges out from the wall, erupting horizontally out towards Kahina. Kahina, what is your touch AC? My touch AC is... Yeah, it's kind of an eruption of lava. The armor doesn't okay. super help you. Yeah. Um... There's my... Oh, there it is. Ah, uh, touch AC is 13. Okay, well, this plume of lava definitely hits you. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are... You know, the distance is 16 from just ambient heat of the wall. You're going to take an additional... Unfortunately, another very low roll. 30 damage from this, like, finger of lava. This thin jet spraying into your back as the wall appears. Inori. Uh, Alright, so... <clears throat> what do I know about this wall of lava? I know well, you also, like Baylor, can't fail spellcraft checks. So, uh, this is... Well, it's very straightforward in what it is, really. It is a giant wall of lava. Uh, the extreme heat is just going to continually damage you while you're in the room. And it is... Phys it's possible to push through this. It is liquid molten lava. But 
It's not easy. It's gonna take an, an incredibly difficult strength check to force your way through, and it's gonna hurt a lot. But you can force your way through this as a full round action. Otherwise, it is a solid physical wall of molten lava. And you could, like, um, as far as through it or anything, spell, but spell casting, like you cast spells through it, can uh, it's maybe like, sol like any spell that can go through it, like it's a solid wall of molten mm -hmm. lava. So if a spell could be cast on someone you could think that you knew was there on the other side of the wall, because you can't see him anymore, because this wall is blocking your line of sight. Okay. Okay, 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 okay. I... I am gonna cast a spell on myself. And... Instead of white fire coating my entire body, it's going to be... Like, white chill. Like, I look super cold. Uh, and I'm gonna do the chill shield on myself. Okay. Which... Mm -hmm. See if it does anything, I guess. <laughs> um, but that's a standard, so I, to try to get through this thing. It's a full round. It was a full round, so I'll just sort of, uh, man, uh, five foot over here and just sort of jump up and down and try to get myself mentally psyched up for what I'm about to try to do. Psych, you're psyched yourself up to literally <laughs> run through a wall <laughs> of lava. Yeah. So, Dari, you are grappled by this yeah. thing. So if I wanted to break free, uh, how would I do You would it? need an escape artist or your own CMB check. Okay. Um, okay, CMB. Is, 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 is there any real difference between the two that I would matter? Uh, whichever's higher. Oh, okay. they're, fun they're fundamentally identical as far as the mechanics, so it's whichever's better. Uh, combat maneuver auto-succeeds on a 20, unlike oh, escape true, artist, but skill. that's... Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got a 31. A 31? Wow. A 31 is exact lethal. <laughs> That's exact That's lethal to force your way out of this hand. Not that I can really do anything, but it's a giant I can... Wall of lava. Yeah, and there's still a hand there, but I can shoot the hand. So, um, how... So that's a standard action to try and get out? It is a standard action to get out of the hand. Okay, so I'm going to move... Away. Oh, <laughs> okay. uh, well, I mean, I, I, I can only make so much difference without being out of reach. So, I will move just a little bit away. Okay. Alright, Kahina. Here with this wall licking out to you, mm -hmm. sealed on the other side with Panavar and the Psycho Pump. Yeah. One quick question because it has never come up before because I didn't have this before, but I do. I have plus five fire resistance. Is that against. Oh, if you have five fire resistance, you took five less from each of those things. Okay. Because it is yeah. all just raw fire damages. So to both of them? Yeah, it would the be two different hits. So you would have 10 more health. 10 more. Okay, yeah. That whole. Does the dragon disciple to a red dragon? Huh. Um, hooray! So, it's working out. Hooray! <laughs> a little bit. All right. So first off, we're going to five foot step away, and I 
And I realized that Panavar is a very, very, very skilled wizard. But I gotta try. <laughs> so I'm gonna fling my hand out towards that wall. And I'm gonna try as I can to pull a Baylor. <laughs> Make and me a I spellcraft check before you do that. Before you do your cast okay. level check. Okay. <laughs> Eleven. Okay, you have no idea what this spell is. Alright, go ahead and roll me like magic wall lava. Go roll me your cast level check. Go for it. Believe. Yeah, we're, we're gonna believe. We're gonna believe. Twenty-two. Twenty-two sure is not going to. Not gonna yeah, it's do definitely it. not going to dispel the wall. <clears throat> okay. All right. Um, I was. I'm still hasted, right? Yes, you are still hasted. So do I get a attack on? You just use the standard action, so I'd imagine not. Oh. No. Um. The Marigna is going to step back before casting another spell. I protect the master as I must. This one directed at you, Kahina. Make me a will save. As uh, she finishes her incantation, you feel your body start to lock up with paralysis. Okay. Twenty-seven. At a twenty-seven, you are able to shake off her hold person spell as she sticks close to him and attempts to restrain you. Panavar, in his turn, the hand is just gonna keep going for Dara. It just keeps on trying. Uh, but this time, as it reaches out for you, it's actually going to miss. As you as you twist away from it, now you have a moment to react to this thing. You pull yourself away, and you don't want it hurts a lot. You don't want the fingers to grab you. Yeah, and it's the only thing I can see, so I'm paying a lot of attention to yeah, it. It's pretty much all you got right now. And Panavar is going to cast another spell and summon another hand next to Kahina. This one balled into a fist. What's your AC? My AC is 33. Right, well, I'm just going to roll d20 because it misses on a 1. So, not a 1. And his fist slams into you, this ball of force. And it doesn't hit terribly hard. Uh, surprisingly, it, it does 18 damage. Like, it certainly hurts. But as it connects with you, just this raw force entity, I need you to make a fortitude save. Okay. Seventeen. With that, you are stunned by the onslaught. And once again, the wall is just going to erupt out and lick at you again with a small jet of flame. Each of you can see, each time these small little eruptions come out, the top of the wall sinks a little bit because it's shooting out some of the magma from the wall itself. Hmm. So it is losing mass as it attacks Kahina, but it would be quite a while of these attacks before it sank enough to be able to easily clear the top of it. And you are going to take, with your after your fire resistance five, 38 fire damage. 
Baylor. Wall of lava is still a wall, right? Uh, it is a wall. It can be damaged. Yes. But, because it is molten, you can't break a hole in it like you could Wall of Stone, because you can punch, you can attack through and make a hole, but the lava's just gonna flow back into it to refill it. It'd be the same as the jets. You have to, you'd have to beat away enough mass to be able to go over it. It's liquid nature makes it pretty hard to bypass. You would also know that it is a conjuration creation spell after it's been cast. This is just lava. There's nothing really there to dispel. At best, it would lose its form and the roof would just become a pool of lava. I'm still gonna try the best I can. Alright. I am going to actually pull out a small glowing sapphire. Okay. And use the magic contained in this gem to augment me casting Disintegrate at this Wall of Force. <laughs> okay. So I am going to use what is called a Maximizing Sapphire. Oh. To cast a Maximized Whew. Disintegrate. Alright, I dig it. I'm assuming I can't miss. You don't miss. need to roll the hit, no. Alright. I guess you can't crit a wall either. So just hit the spell button. How much? How many d6s does your disintegrate It's 192, because it's maximized. 192 damage. As you fire this beam, you sear away a large chunk of the wall around maybe a seven foot across circle, which the lava then immediately flows into. But at this point, the top of the wall has come down about five feet. So while it's stretching across the room, it's only about 10 feet high now. There is now a five foot gap above the top of the wall between the wall and the ceiling. And that's all I got. <laughs> Alrighty, Panavar. Bleed for forehead. Kahina's stunned. Everyone else stuck on the other side of the wall. He is going to start an incantation and start weaving magic that is going to take him a full round cast. And Nori. You can hear the spellcast is still going. It's a, a long one. Okay. Okay, so I'm sitting there jumping up down, getting ready to, to, to go through this wall, and I see Baylor nuke this thing, and, and the top start dropping down a little bit. So then I 
kind of look at that. <sighs> also, everybody takes 11 fire damage. From just the... Um... So I was going to ask about that. It's a mechanics question because of my chill shield. It, it, it specifically says if you have to make a reflex save, you could... But it's not really... A, it's supposed to, d like, take um, away from fire damage, but I don't know. Oh, yeah, know. you take half damage from fire-based attacks. So, yeah, okay. instead of 11, you take 5. Okay, I could do that. So, yeah. Um... All right, so I see that drop down, and uh, looking up at it, and I'm gonna grab my chest. I'm gonna look at the wall and say White Raven's Flight, and I'm gonna try to fly through the gap and land right in front of Pandavar. Oh, boy. So you shoot up over this wall in your bird form, clearing that gap. And yeah, you you come down right next to Panavar. That's all I can do, though. Let me give you guys light, because obviously there's a giant wall of lava. You're not in darkness. <laughs> all right. But he is casting a full round spell, right? He and is... I am standing there now. Yeah. So Dara. Uh, okay. I would say um... that, that before you go, he's because he is still doing an incantation. I'd say he provokes. You get a swing when you come down. Because oh. he is not casting defensively or anything. He is just focused, full in on a big spell. All right. I will take a cut at him. Oh, it's a 36. Of course it is. Of course, of course it, is. it is. A 36 will hit. All right. I realize now there's, there's a group of people who just listen to the podcast. You probably have no idea why that's funny because I don't know if they know your full name is Shemu36. Because we've made the joke a bunch of times yeah. to a lot of people who probably don't know that. <laughs> that's true. Um, so, oh wow. So that's 23 black blade damage. Okay. And I have fire on my blade right now, so a D6 if you- Makes sense, you probably caught it as you were flying over. Yeah, picked it up in the lava. <laughs> uh, two fire damage, if that does anything. Uh, the fire damage seems to, of course, harmlessly across him, but he needs to make a concentration check. Baylor, wizard friend, what is yes. the concentration check for getting hit while casting? It involves the damage he took. Oh uh, yeah, it definitely involves the damage and also the spell level. Yeah, I He's think casting it's casting a ninth level spell. And he took twenty-three damage. So it's like forty-seven right now or something like that? Because I wanna say it's fifteen plus spell level plus damage. He gets That's a sonic damage too if similar. that counts against him. Yeah, lingering performance actually, you do yeah, get the sonic still going. damage. You get your sonic damage too. You get another D6. Throw that on there. That's another three. ten plus damage taken. So ten, yeah, nineteen ten the spell level. You hit it for twenty-six. So it's gonna be nineteen, twenty-nine, thirty-nine, DC forty-five concentration check. He needs an eighteen on the die. I'm just gonna open roll it. He needs an eighteen. 
to not lose his spell. His summon monster nine. Oh my. Probably don't want. Oh. And as you hit him, Dara, while you're battling this hand for a brief moment, you see a portal <laughs> open and into yeah. existence come a towering frozen devil wielding a trident of ice before Anori flies over the wall and it fizzles back before it can fully manifest from whence it came. Now it is your turn, Dara. Holy guacamole. Um, I would be pretty spooked because I'm not quite sure what happened here. This thing just like came into existence and then kind of disappeared. So I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Um, but I don't want to be surrounded by two things. Uh, so I'm actually going to five foot step away from where I had seen the thing coming into existence, even if it means having to go closer to the wall of fire and death. Um, and then I am going to turn towards, I don't think I can shoot through this lava can I like I have like no you can't even see bolts. through the lava it's okay, a solid like, no, yeah, your okay. balls would be gone you're shooting through okay, like that's a, what I figured. a foot thick wall of bone okay lava. that's what I figured oh you can't lava over using your mind sense these are bolts bolts don't really lob bolt, but yeah they yes, don't he can lob. throw sticks over the wall if he really wants to like, I could have taken ricochet nothing, but... I could have taken ricochet I didn't I should have but um, so anyway, so I'm going to just aim for this hand and try and... Because I do remember they took damage last time we had them. So I'm going to try and take this hand out of commission. That's what I'm going to try to do. Uh, and then I can still hear lingering performance through the wall, or is that not a thing? Uh, lingering it's... performance is something that sticks with you. You don't oh, need to hear it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay. okay. Um, and then uh, these plus three because Ooh. I actually did not. Ooh, nice. Mm, yeah, mm, I like well, it. it can't be crit because it is just a force effect. There's there's nothing to crit on this hand. Right. Uh, but four of those will connect as okay. you lay both of this. And then I will do damage. Uh, so 20, 18. Uh, 23 and 21. And then, and then do I still get the 46? Yep. Ling lingering performance. You have 46 on it. Okay. And the then room's then not really 12. big enough for it to be out of the range. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so, so then as that's you lay into it, you do see all these bolts. Like, none of them stick. They all yeah. glance off of this thing as it's just a floating amalgamation of magical energy. But you are certainly starting to create cracks here. Uh, the thing is definitely taking damage and being plinked through. Another round of that probably would get rid of it, but it's a very sturdy effect. Okay. Did you do the haste attack? Oh, one more attack. No, one more attack. Just okay. roll damage. There's no conceivable universe you missed the haste attack. Okay. I mean, I guess you could roll <laughs> one, but just roll the damage. Okay. Uh, oh. For 25. Very good haste attack. Pretty solid haste attack. Alright, Kahina, unfortunately, is stunned. That's gonna bring us to the Marigna, who's seeing what is going on here. Is going to reach deep and manifest up another healing spell. 
you're gonna see again as she just continues to tend to Panavar's wounds and just pump health into him before she steps up to annoy. Now, Panavar. Panavar doesn't like him poked by Siarn. Not super interested in that. And he's gonna step back away from you, look back and see Kahina is still stunned by this fist. And it would wear off exactly right now. But it looks back and see that she is being stunned by this fist and turn his attention to Inori. All this effort to bring my brother back here. I'll end him right now, both of you! And cast a spell and well up green energy in his hand before loosing the beam at you. It's disintegrate time. Uh, if I use the swift last round, I don't have an immediate this one. If you use an immediate, you don't have a swift next round. Well, I mean, the, the Raven's Flight was a swift action. Yeah, to do. it takes your next an swift action. You can still use the immediate. Can I throw up a immediate force barrier? I don't know if it even do anything. Does that reflect your touch, AC? I mean, you can, you can throw it's it up, but you know this is beam that's just got to hit you. Is it deflection? I think uh, reflexive barrier is... I'll just click on it so you can read it. Is it is deflection. Oh, absolutely. That's way hotter than I thought it was. Okay, yeah, definitely. A hundred million percent throw that up. Absolutely <laughs> do that. Ooh, okay, good. And that'll um, give you plus eight to your touch AC against this attack. Yeah. That's a healthy... Touch. Temp touch. Temp touch. Where is that? Deflection. Sorry. Since you touch AC plus eight. Yeah, all right. I, I put it in the max deflection for... So, so once yeah, you touch AC... Touch, boop, I, I don't know why it didn't go up. It was weird, let me see. Just what is what is the touch AC number and mentally add eight to it, Shenmue? I believe right, six, Yeah, yeah, 16, I was using, I was depending on the sheet, 16. 16 uh, plus, plus eight. eight. 16 yeah. plus eight, I was like, there's no way you have eight. <laughs> okay, so 24, Panamar's an old guy. He's not great at aiming these things. Yeah. 23. Oh, no. As this beam sears right past you, you throw up this barrier, and this beam just grazes across it, blasting away a huge chunk of the stone in the wall next to you, harmlessly. He's going to continue to bleed. Everyone's going to take 20 fire damage. That was a very high roll. Kahina is going to get punched. Dara is going to get grabbed. Kahina is going to take 17 damage and make a fort save. Dara is going to take 18 damage and is grappled again by this hand. Fort save. Let's make it this time, shall we? Um, I'm gonna use a session reroll. Okay, I see a seven on the die, which doesn't feel good to me. No, it doesn't. I need to not be stunned next round. 26? Doesn't do it. He's stunned. Oh man. Banavar is a powerful caster. Baylor. 
you got gloves right <laughs> I'm gonna say you sorry to Dara like... right now. <laughs> and cast the spell on myself. I forget that it rolls that for some reason. Because <laughs> it's something about duration or something pointless. Or something. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he, you cast over land flight. And I'm gonna go to fly over this wall. Alright. Baylor joins Anorian soaring over the wall of lava, leaving the desperately injured Dara behind it's to okay, get beat okay. up by this giant hand. Oh, it started so well. I went so south. Wizards. You wanna be that close to it? I had to move over to look. Oh, okay, I was just checking. <laughs> yeah, you would soar over the wall. I was like, well, I'm right next to it. I'm like, okay, I'm just like, you can do that, you can do that. I mean, that's, that's up to you. It's your, your game. No leg down here. Down behind the Nori. Sail down to somewhat safer land. I'm just... Panavar. He's gotta be bleeding. He's gotta he's, be having a terrible his, time. His con is going down. Yeah, he's not feeling good. His con is he's at like minus eight con at this point. He's uh, he's definitely hurt, and he's gonna have to deal with that eventually. All right, he is going to. Oh, this is an iffy one. No, he actually can't can't manifest that. I got a giant spell list to look at here. Oh boy. Alright. <laughs> this is the game you guys want to play. Oh no! <laughs> He's gonna summon up Oh. All the magic he can muster. And his incantation will end with an ear shattering, swailing screech that pierces through your very soul. This is going to affect Inori first. As it radiates out of him. Make me a fortitude save. <clears throat> okay. So, 23 is not gonna do it. I will tell you, you can't fail spellcraft checks. Yeah. He's casting Whale of the Banshee. If you fail this save, you die. I'm going to use a hero point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds like a good idea. Uh, yeah. Taraka, I believe. <laughs> and Baylor, also, you have a hero point from Optimistic Weasel. Uh, Helps me with optimism. Boy. Yeah, I like it. That weasel. <sighs> oh, 25! It's only Nori two. drops. How much HP did you have? 109. Okay, so it's lost 109. Uh... Baylor and Kahina are kind of equidistant, so I'm going to 50-50 it. 1, 2, 3, Kahina, 4, 5, 6, Baylor. B 
Baylor make a fortitude save. This is against a necromancy death effect, if that matters to you. I know you got some, like, Ferasmin stuff going on. I am going to call on the power of my patron. <laughs> you would also know the way well the Banshee works. If any of you make the save, this stops. Like, it... I am going to call on the power of my patron. <laughs> Oops. Nine. That's an eight. Is it That's the total? Is it energy drain? It is not energy drain. Okay, my total is a thirty. It's necromancy death sonic of the tag that's got. 30 is enough to resist it. And it actually keeps rippling. Kahina, make a fortitude save. Because it just goes out and just, it goes till it's out of damage or it's hit everybody. And no, don't worry, I already tanked 109 of this. There's only yeah, 91 left. Oh yeah, well that's fine. I only have 28 points left. No, you're fine. It said fort save? Fort save. Mm -hmm. 28. You make it! This is yeah. the one I made. Stunned <laughs> I make this one. Okay. <laughs> because you're a bard, you're good at closing your ears to other bards. I know. guess. It uh, doesn't then... have to target. It's just anyone who can hear it. Dara, make a fortitude save. That's a 31. Oh, baby! That's what we're looking for. All right, three saves. <laughs> three saves against the rolling murder death. Bernori falls down immediately. Uh, and then that's going to move Inori's initiative to here. So, Dara, you are grappled once again. All right, if, so if, I'm grappled. Uh, if I arms. have something, my armor with uh, has a special thing. Oh. Do you have something that your armor has a special thing? It does. My armor is uh, determination, Kiko, which means if I drop to zero once a day, it'll resuscitate me. Oh, then absolutely <laughs> that would kick in. <laughs> Fills uh, you with determination. <laughs> How much does that heal you? You know, I... I had it written down, but now it's I don't see it. It's a 10th level breath of life, so it's yeah. 5d8 plus 10. Ah, perfect. See? That's why I ask you. <clears throat> 5d8. What a freaking legend. Ah. Oh. 31. So you... It's as you get reduced to zero, so I'm gonna say you're not even prone. You're in this screech and your vision blanks for a second and you stumble. But you're up at 31. Mm. And it's your turn then. Still lingering performance, still hasted. Uh just for added effect i'm gonna five foot back away from this wincing because i can't hear anything now the only thing i can hear is my heartbeat and i know that 
this needs to end. And I'm a five foot away, and I'm going to greater bladed dash towards him. Which, it, while I'm doing, can attack everybody in that line, including her, his wizard, and then ultimately him. So. Okay. So you get a strike at the Marigna Psychopomp, who has taken some amount of damage from the uh, the fire here. She is melting away. Panavar doesn't seem to care. Uh, that should be too low, or so 38. 38 definitely hits. Eight. Uh, 27 black blade damage. Uh, do I, does she vulnerable to fire and oh, sonic? To her. Um, yeah, the first one. Yes, there. actually. So fire and sonic. Yes, to both. Okay. That's another nine damage. Okay, so 36 damage, you say. Oh, jeez. My goodness. As you flash past her and then Panavar. And then to Panavar. Nine. So actually seven. That is a uh, 31. 31 will hit. He is an old man. His defense was the giant <laughs> rainbow wall. <laughs> And the lava wall and the hands. His defense is not incredible AC. 25 CR and damage to his brother. Okay. Uh, Ooh, resistant like to fire and. He's immune Sonic? to fire right now. He will take be. Sonic. His protection from fire up. He's, he's, Three more. He's seen you guys fight before. He has protection from fire up. He ain't playing no Soroka games. <laughs> Okay, so that was three more Sonic, and now I can go into my actual attacks. Which the first one would be thank you to Baylor, my haste attack. Or so two. Because I'm spell combating. Is a 26. Sadly. 26 is gonna miss. That one's not quite enough. He does have his shield spell and some magical protections up. He's able to defend himself to an extent. All right. Coming back across with another 26. New. No. Come on. As you, as you bear down on him, he brings up this, this magic staff in front of him, just weathering this onslaught. You and CR and both just blinded by hatred here. Come on, buddy. I need Think you. Think straight. Second attack in the iterative. 26! No! I'm hero pointing that. All right. Yeah, maybe we should have hero pointed the first two, but we'll I take know. it. I, well, I wasn't thinking about it. All right. All right. Hero point. All right. Shemu 26. Yeah. Shemu 26. That's so nice. All right. Not that. We were doing second attack. So many buttons. A lot of numbers here. So many numbers. 
summoning modifier. Yeah, you got the performance. You got 37. Are you keen? I am. As I remember you saying, you were keen. I am. Which would mean an 8, 10 on the die is a crit yes. threat. Oh, boy. Let's confirm that, huh? Come on. That is a 35. And as you bring CRN back, you focus for a moment this battering onslaught ending. You can hit this guy. You have fought people centuries beyond his skill, regardless of how long he's been here. Inori, what do you do? Oh. So I get there and I'm dueling him. He's bobbing and weaving. I'm missing. I'm connecting. And then as I connect with CRN and we attack as one, I spin around, flip him around, and right through the heart, stab Panavar into the door and take my hands off. <sighs> Breathing just right in his face as I just look at CRN in his brother's chest. I have delivered him his vengeance. And as Panavar goes down, as the, the life <laughs> goes down somewhat, not all the way to the floor, but stuck to the door here, and the life leaves him. His spells, his effects, vanish from the room, dissipated as you just stabbed the magic out of him almost. The pure fury of Ciaran as it flashes through his brother's chest, just blasting with an eruption of this fire he's filled with. The psycho pump immediately stops. Just stands there. And immediately stops fighting, moving to defend him, or doing anything as he goes down. And just folds her hands in front of herself and just looks down at Panavar. Kina comes out of this stun. Dara's released as the hands disappear. Less than 40 health between the two of you. Inori over here desperately injured. Even Baylor hurting a good bit. I would stagger over to where the next to the psychopomp seeing as she's kind of broken out and she's a bit she's just kind of staring at him and I'm like is there any way we can stop his soul from coming back and she looks at you and shakes her head will you be bound to him again she nods Is there anything we can do about that? He looks down to Panavar's broken body and back up to you. The circle has eluded their fate. And just shakes her head again. Not even if you were to die. 
At that, she kind of looks up to you. Towards Inori. And back towards Baylor. Kind of cocks her head a bit, thinking. And she reaches, she reaches down for your crossbow. I imagine you're still holding in front of you, but lowered at this point, probably. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of gently grabs the two arms that come out from the front and places the tip of it up against their chest and looks at you and just nods. And I would shoot her. And with that, her guard down just waiting, the bolt rips through the Marignus chest, and she, too, just crumples down to the ground. I would, it would, just out of, out of old-timiness, probably catch her body on the way down. It looks enough like a, a person. It look, you know, it looks mm-hmm. enough, it's... But nothing spectacular or incredible happens. Nothing like what had happened with Zan. She's not ripped from this world in like a, a terror of reality. But as you catch her, you feel her weight lightning. And she just kind of, her lifeless body just sort of sinks into your arms. Slowly just fading out to nothing over a few seconds before you're left just holding that spider silk gown with no body inside it. The Marigna, assumedly, gone back to the boneyard. And then I would stand up again and put about, like, eh, like 15 or 20 more bolts into Panabar's body. Yeah. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> I just, just... Fill him. If you're endlessly yeah. filling Quiver, just pump him full of pins to make mm-hmm. sure nothing yeah. happens. Sit over there and heal up. <laughs> when I get my chance, I'm just walk over there and just behead him. Oh, I need to cast Detect Magic now because my eyes stopped working. Your eyes did stop working. <laughs> oh, no. After all and that you, happened, oh, no, that's all, all that you care about. <laughs> Why are you dispelling yourself? Stop dispelling yourself. Stop dispelling uh, spell yourself. turning. Stop spilling yourself! Hey, of all the things I could have cast on him to get sent back at me... Yeah, you didn't blow up your own bones or anything. I mean, that that could have been significantly mm-hmm. worse. I didn't bone sure. shatter myself. I didn't disintegrate myself. But you use your glaive to behead him. You fill him with crossbow bolts, both ensuring that this body stays collapsed and just making sure he does not get back up gonna take you quite some time and a decent amount of uses of the wands and possibly even some potions to heal back from this one as everyone's desperately injured from your battle with the senior Lothied. I assume at some point, Inori, you retrieve your sword. Yeah, I, I would stand up slowly and grab the sword almost like 
I would be consoling somebody like real slow and gently and just slowly remove it from the chest as I shake the blood off and return it to the holster. At first you you feel nothing. It's like all those years ago when you wielded CRN before he awakened and it's then at sub-level it's just like he's a sword. It's like with this with his job done, he has just ceased to be in this blade. I don't worry for a moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> that he is gone before he explodes with emotion. Almost no remorse, a, a tinge leaking through, but excitement. And it's an overwhelming shout in your mind. Hell yes! <laughs> Did we, yeah, we actually do this? Dacitorum be damned. Are we actually going to do this, girl? I Damn straight we are. I don't I told know what you. to say at this point. Together, man. Nothing can stop us. Well, maybe not. Go ahead and jinx that one so soon. Yeah. I still got business. Did the altar He's... disappear? No, it is definitely still there. <clears throat> he said it's through that door. At this point, yeah. you guys are healing up as well. Once we get done nursing our wounds and whatnot in here, we're gonna end this, Inori. You yes, and me, we are, my friend. We're actually gonna end this. And Dara, I guess he seems pretty committed to this whole thing now too. Ever since <laughs> the death and whatnot. So. We're going to take our midstream break here <laughs> with Panavar himself. So, while we're waiting for Kahina, you cast your detect magic spell down over him, and unsurprisingly, Panavar had a lot of resources available. He had a lot with him. I'm not... And some of it actually may be of use to you. He had an that staff the raven topped black staff he had was a staff of conjuration which could go along with your staff of healing if you're particularly interested but he also just had several of ye olden standbys he had an amulet of natural armor plus three if someone's breathing under mic really badly I'm assuming it's Mr. Shock because he just put a thing back on uh, a ring of protection plus four if anyone does not have a Cloak of Resistance plus five, he did. <laughs> I do not. What did you buy with your money? <laughs> he a had crystal a, uh, ball and uh, armor yeah, to bring like, me back true. to life. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> guess that's armor true. is very expensive. He had a belt of mighty constitution plus six. If oh. anybody wants that. Darn it, that's why he didn't go. <laughs> 
as well as a headband of vast intelligence plus six. Wow! Doesn't the doesn't the tank need a new belt? I think I might. I think that's you, better you than the one I currently have. Well, you have plus four strength. Plus oh, that's four right. One, oh, so. yeah. So yeah, I mean, somebody else I didn't actually that. think any of these were going to be upgrades. I mean, there. I mean, I could absolutely put that belt on. Oh, I you don't have a belt at all. I mean, I I have. My belt's only a plus two con. It just all right, does you have the... the weird fast healing infernal belt thing. Yeah. Which, while neat, is not a belt of con plus six. Also, that headband. What do you got? I've only got a plus four. Oh well, then you can get more it's smarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> obviously taken that one. Take it, And or hello. Definitely grab that. So, I'll take the resistance cloak though. He has another ring. He had that ring of protection, which is pretty standard in which you've seen. I mean, everyone knows the ring of protection. That's yield and adventurer standby. Mm-hmm. But he has another one that you have some difficulty identifying. It's a golden band with a single red ruby heart-shaped set in it and then an engraving around that as if that ruby was the eye of a key going a little ways around a bit of the band complete with teeth of the key coming off of the one side but this looks nothing like a symbol of abadar uh the key is embellished uh engraved with all kinds of strange flanges and inscription and while it only outputs a moderate aura of illusion, you feel like there is much more to this, and I am actually going to need a spellcraft check. I defer to you, my leash. <laughs> 43. 43 will do it. This ring is interesting. It is it is in some ways a key itself. This is the ring of the recalled soul. And you can use this to step through a door into any nearby mindscape. And the creature that controls the mindscape has no ability to make a save or resist it in any way. In addition, you can bring up to 10 other creatures through this doorway with you, giving them the ability to see the door that the ring creates so that they can follow through into the mindscape themselves. This does not give you any innate ability to detect mindscapes, only to access them. Once you have connected to a mindscape, you can open the door to that mindscape from anywhere as long as you are on the same plane of existence. No physical damage or anything poses a barrier to the mindscape. And every time you open a door, you can change the creatures that you allow to come with you. This is a very powerful artifact. Oh, it's not, not an artifact because that's a different kind of thing, but a very powerful magical item. Because this door 
also works both ways, allowing you to leave the Mindscape just as easily. And anyone that you do not designate will be wholly unable to see the door, unable to come with you and follow you into that plane, whatever or wherever it is. What exactly is a Mindscape, just for clarity's sake? Uh, Baylor, you want to handle that one? Explain to your wizard apprentice what a mindscape is. <laughs> Are you Googling it? Do you not know? I, I don't know much about mindscapes. Okay. All right. So a mindscape. I, I was actually just going to click Knowledge Arcana and say, what do I know about mindscapes? <laughs> oh, you can do that. Why not? Sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Everything actually... probably. Hilarious to me. I mean, 43 again. Also 43. Yes, so, I, as a wizard, know lots. Technically, a mindscape is similar to a demiplane. Uh, it does have some degree of physical existence on the astral plane, as far as anything can physically exist on the astral plane. But they are different in that they are wholly mental constructs a mindscape is almost like what a nori and crn share you don't usually physically go there it's kind of like what happened with that ritual in strange aeons when you went to the dreamlands you just send your mind there which is another reason this ring is so interesting is because you're making a physical door where you actually take your body there Mindscapes do not typically exist permanently. They come and go just like dreams, really. But it's also uh, the most the most common source of them, I suppose, is two psychics battling each other. Because really, it just looks like two people staring at each other and literally nothing happens because the two psychics, their contact creates a mindscape in which they fight. And a mindscape can be literally anything. It's unbounded and unrestrained. Anything wow. this creator's mind could develop or imagine or envision could be formed physically in the mindscape. It's interesting that Penover has this because I imagine it's not immediately apparent how it like what he could do with it. He didn't appear to be a psychic caster. He cast all of his magic very traditionally with hand motions and incantations. But with that, that is the things that he had on his body. And as you finish healing up and doling out the loot of the Elder Lothian's defeat, there's only one door left to open, really. Who wants to do the honors? Well, I will stand back here. Maybe back it. here. Okay, Mr. Gius. And Orion Kane and no fear, they'll step forward. You throw open the doorway. Uh, another not trapped and not locked this deep in the lair leads into a large chamber 
As soon as you open the door and can see across the room, you can feel the power manifested here. Wow. The far end of the chamber is a strange object, looking almost like a shallow basin of shining white stone. Doubt is, it's deep enough that you could sit in it, and like a like a bathtub sized almost, balance the top three stone pillars underneath it, fitted with a variety of lenses and strange esoteric instruments. Below is a tub, rippling with a milky opaline fluid. It has kind of an earthy, sweet smell that fills this whole room that you can get even from here. There is a strange series of pillars or rods sticking up behind this that look almost like the top of a fountain or a birdbath. A second, smaller basin tilted a little ways towards the tub. And the rest of this chamber is almost like a temple. Lined with shelves along the walls, but near completely barren. With one single journal. Back on the wall near the soul crucible itself, as the exception. So, how do we destroy this? Zarin would say to your mind, Nori. So, I've been thinking about this. I've also had a couple hundred years to sort of suss this one out. And good news, I got an answer. I have no idea. But, I know what happened to lock me in here in the first place. I largely understand how to work the thing. And I've got a theory. Well, let's hear it. Put me in the bathtub. Put. Yup. Um, hold on, like, this could be, I mean, this could be dangerous to you, don't you think? Anori, what the hell else do I have to do with my life? Worst case scenario, nothing happens. Second worst case scenario, I die and I'm not stuck in a sword <laughs> for another millennium. Best case scenario, maybe it does something. This thing is alchemy more than magic. That fluid in there, that's what the Psychotrex puts out. That's its product so to speak. That's the heart of this whole thing. Around that, it's largely just bowls and lenses for us trying to figure out exactly how to work it. But, best idea I got, put me in the bath. But there's a chance you'll die. Nah. How many chances you've died have we been through in the last three years? Or ten minutes for that 
bad feeling, you know? I don't have a whole lot of purpose left in me other than this, Anori, and I appreciate your concern, but put me in the goddamn bath! Slowly start walking into the room, and, and I'll just say to everybody in a... He wants me to put him in the bath. Will that destroy the psychotherics? He thinks so. Well, he would know it better than any of us. Give it a minute. We have time. And I'm going to start walking over to where I see the journal. Ah, yes. Books. So the, uh... <laughs> the wizard goes and reads. <laughs> the journal. That kick. <laughs> kind of behind the thing. I... I probably walking a little weird. I feel almost blind right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah. see magic anymore. It's like you lost half your vision. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Dara is currently standing next to the spooky shadow altar in the other room, just hanging out. As usual, I'm about 20 feet outside the room. I moved through the door now. Thank you very much. I, I'm they just lower... going to move up and just sort of stare at the pool and all that. So as you get Actually... to about here... Okay. Hold up. As you get to about here, Nori, Ciaran flashes, the black blade turning white, and you, all of you can hear metallic noise as you can physically see a wave of energy draw out from Ciaran towards the Soul Crucible. And suspended in this wave, you can see a humanoid figure floating and kind of slumped over and immediately you hear Siren, holy crap this might actually work girl um screw the wizard put me take, in the bath take cover <laughs> this is suspicious but I want to see I want to see what's going on <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it like clear or is it like a a, a fuzzy like there is like a, a swirling just whirling gentle aura of white energy, almost like a thick band connecting the soul crucible to your sword. And you can see this faint humanoid figure floating in it. You can't make out any anything about like their features or even their gender, their age at all. It's Near nothing. Would I feel that it's him? Like it's Ciaran. That seems like a logical yeah. assumption. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Super duper suspicious. Can I? Can... Wait, let Baylor do this. <laughs> because as much as we've been through with Ciaran still, he was a member of the circle once. He's been you just stuck me through my damn brother. Tell her you just stuck me through my damn brother. I just I... stuck him through his damn brother. <laughs> True. And I want to trust him. I do. Well, Ari, are you we'll willing to fight bed. him? He has been a loyal member to this party. I know. I'm saying, but this is he weird was a loyal member to stuff. the circle too. Are you prepared to fight him? 
if this happens and he turns on us. I need to know I don't know, know what she expects this bucket to do. I mean, if it's going to free him, that's fine. Tell I'm, her she's I'm an idiot. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> then just put me in the bath. And theoretically, I can do it. I'm going to take another five foot step closer. Just sort of start kind of... Nori, I'm not going to stop you. But you can always do this later if you just give me a minute to try to figure this out. If you do it now, we don't know what'll happen and we don't know if that can be undone. Did, is he serious? Uh, I'm a damn sword. What is going to happen that needs undone that hasn't already happened? We need to make sure that this is... I don't want to kill you. And at the same time, I want to save you. So let, let's give the wizard a second. He's proven himself. Come on. <sighs> Fine. I can ahead, literally feel it. Whatever this thing did to me three, four hundred years ago, I can feel it, Anori. Do you understand that some part of me is still minutes. there? God, God, fine. I can wait five more minutes. There you go. Give him five minutes. Baylor, you got five. Well, As you step a little closer, the figure starts to form a little, a little more. You can tell it looks very similar to Panavar. An older man, probably in his 50s. That same lothied, slicked, dark hair. But it's definitely not Panavar. Said the book over here is on a table. On a shelf against the wall. As you approach it oh. and pick it up. I'm going to... Oh. I'm going to pull out my spell book and in one minute prepare a spell and cast skim on myself. Nice. He's getting a value out of that five minutes. <laughs> like, you give me five minutes, I'm turning it into 16. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. <laughs> and now you get the ability to read through this book incredibly quickly. So... You remember also at the end of last session, you did find a book that described the usage of the Soul Crucible, how it could be activated. I'm sure that is beyond something that any of you want to do. But this journal, as you pick it up and read through it very quickly, details weeks of precise magical and alchemical work. This is fairly recent, within the last three years. The same time period as, uh, or recently before, the journal you'd found before about Prince Carius. But, this is the method. This is the experiment. This is what they did. And this describes the weeks Panavar Lothied spent carefully crafting the surgical precision and the examinations he had to perform as he nursed the decimated soul of Prince Carius that Thassatorm had brought him into a stable being 
by fusing it with legends of great emperors from Taldor's past, stolen from the astral plane by his coven of night hags. And even just reading this is difficult because it is so brutal and painful. Even for you, emotionless lawful evil wizard man, <laughs> Hanavar is on another plane of zero empathy. But he seemed to make it work. He brought Prince Carius back to life and to consciousness by supplementing his soul with six great legends from Taldor's history. Six of the strongest and most storied of its rulers. And suddenly, that book you found in the Sweet Dreams tea shop that discussed the legends and how they formed and what they were, that's, that strange focus starts to make sense. Prince Carius is now at best half of what he was before. The other half of him, Emperor Stavian I, Emperor Gennarius III, the Conqueror, Emperor Syracus, the, the Explorer, Emperor Beldum, Emperor Darinlir, who founded the Elfin Guard and took the throne when he killed his brother. And what body would be complete without the astral form of Emperor Taldaris himself patched into it? Yikes. And again, these are not souls. These are not the afterlife, the, the spirits of these emperors. These are the mythos. These are the legends, the tales created by the Taldans' national pride so fervent that it had a physical impact forming these constructs on the astral plane itself where the hags went ripped them from the sky and Panavar forced them into the boy's body. But beyond that, the entries start to become frustrated. As the legends seem to be much more powerful than Panavar had anticipated. He expresses growing disappointment and his difficulty controlling the spirit of the boy that is not the effective puppet that he wanted. As these legends, with their near limitless cosmic power, totally overwhelmed Karius's soul and stopped him from being the puppet emperor that Panavar wanted. The final entry, I'll just read to you in full. I've crafted a ring with which I can enter the boy's mind, take those delinquent emperors to task with my own hand. They are arrogant automatons, more like clever and willful pets than the emperors I'd hoped for, but they've done their work. Now I need only prune them back hard. 
but not so much that my discipline destroys them. This precious little holding the lad together save their ghostly egos. Another session or two, and they should be permanently cowed. But if not, the ring will allow me to re-enter and establish dominance whenever I care to. And suddenly, it comes together. <laughs> but there is nothing in here about destroying the Soul Crucible. It was used extensively in Panavar's work trying to patch the legends together into Karius' destroyed soul as he nursed it back into existence in this very crucible. But nothing particularly helpful that you could use now. The previous journal you found Seems like that'll be a lot more of the uh, the valuable source for doing anything with this construct. So has it been five minutes? Probably about five minutes. <laughs> As he uh, tries to read through that quickly and just gleans all this information. After about the five minutes have passed, that's what you've learned, Miller. What'd you what'd you pick up, Baylor? Anything? Things that will have to be dealt with outside of here. Oh. But if CRN wants to try, let him try. All right. I would start probably just walking into the room. Just doesn't seem it's been a long time. That's a five minutes. You standing by the door, real spooked. Yeah. Takes All a while right. for my spook meter to go down. We'll walk up body. to the edge and, uh, and pull him out. Continue to get closer. You draw him forth. This aura of energy that's connecting. The sword and the crucible just strengthens and grows until it's almost a swirling beam of pale white light, like wispy tendrils reaching out from the crucible towards Yarn. And the figure just gets clearer and clearer until you can see a man standing before you with a, a clearly a close relative of Bartleby and of Panavar. But not then. You can even see still fully kitted uh, with a, uh, the same pale blue gold trimmed doublet and a blue cloak and jacket drawn over it. A bandoliered belt drawn across him with vials still set in it and goggles up on his forehead. And as you get closer and this image becomes stronger, your connection to CRN weakens exponentially with every step you take. As if it's already being transferred to this crucible. From this distance, you don't even have the ability to talk with him anymore. Okay. I would 
stare at the figure almost kind of a little half smile on my face and I'll bring the the sword up to my head and, and touch the blade to my forehead and just don't leave me friend and then I'll kneel down and with two hands slowly drop him into the liquids and as you do as you lower CRN down into this strange milky white this pearly substance light starts to glow out from the sword from the surface of the water and the further you slide it in the brighter it gets and this essence this connection this humanoid figure floating in front of you is all gone as you put the slowly lay the sword down into the crucible and once you let go, and the sword drops down below the surface, the light emanating from the crucible grows to be nearly blinding as a hum, almost a wailing sound, rings out from the basin throughout the room. And after a few moments, as you kind of look through this, you can see a man kneeling down in the pool, faced away from you, as Siaren manifests back exactly how he was 400, 300 years ago. When he got locked inside that sword in the first place. He's totally motionless for a moment, just kneeling there in this pale soup. Before he turns his head one way and then the other, kind of slowly. Holds up his hands in front of him and just looks down at them in like a, a confused awe. He pats himself, he feels his bandolier, and he seems to be confused to feel even the vials there, and pulls one of them out and looks at it, and it even still has whatever was in it before. That's still there. But that, that gets a laugh out of Ciaran. <laughs> really? <laughs> exactly how I was. <laughs> and he looks around and sees the party standing behind him. Can you believe that? Potions even probably still intact. And uh, wiggles the cork out of it and just kind of sniffs it a little bit. Unsure. Before kind of gingerly taking a little drink of it. And he starts and then he just drinks the whole thing back and kind of seems to focus and that thinks That seems for a quite minute. dangerous. He, he puts up his other hand. What was the? I haven't heard one word out of you that implies you know anything about science or magic, boy. Hold on. And he drinks it, and uh, you can see him kind of bulk up, and his body almost becomes sort of fluid. Like holy crap, they even still work. What the hell is this thing? 
Hinari! Look! And you just see his face just flushed with joy. Goggles kind of awkwardly skewed up on his forehead, looking way less majestic than this. Like a child in a kiddie pool. Super excited <laughs> just to be here. I would just stand up proud. Wipe the tears from my face and I would hold out my hand. And he reaches up and takes your hand and you help him step out of the pool. And he says, hold on. And he reaches down to his small little handle he has at his waist. It looks like a sword hilt, but it doesn't go anywhere. It's just attacked, uh, attached to like a three-inch little tin about the width of the cross guard and slowly pulls the handle out. And as he does, you can see the liquid metal inside it form together into a pale white blade that just seems to keep going near forever until he's pulled out this pale greatsword nearly as long as he is that he holds gingerly in front of him this this is a sword i was nothing this is a sword ah oh. is that moon cleave then it is this was my life's work prior to all this crap to lock me in that. And he reaches back in the pool and pulls out your sword. Piece of crap. And just tosses it on the floor. The blade's not even black anymore. It just looks like a... Admittedly decently well made. But any old plain steel longsword. As it clatters down to the ground... He looks back across the party and puts his hands up. We actually did it. Let for one moment slide the fact that I had no faith in at least any of you guys except maybe Dara. <laughs> but we, we did it. So, do turns, you know how to destroy the psychotracks? Turns back right. and looks at the thing. Well, truth be told, I had no real idea what that was going to do. <laughs> Banavar has done a lot with this. This is this is not the psychotracks anymore, but it's certainly got the same power. He points down to that bowl. That, uh, that white fluid this basin's holding, that's what the psychotracks puts out. That's... How do I put this in stupid? Uh... Liquid soul magic. He just wiggles the fingers on his free hand and just holds up the... The way he moves his hand around, even with Mooncleave in it, although this thing is a full-size huge greatsword, it seems like it's literally completely weightless as he moves it around. I don't even see where that's coming from anymore. Can it be destroyed? Damn, sure, probably, but... This isn't one, this is two artifacts, and... I imagine Baylor was sort of banking on that rod of cancellation for this one. But you had to do what you had to do, I don't blame you. Uh, speaking of, Baylor, you got that there journal, manual? My brother wrote down all the crap he did with this thing, then we can figure something out from that. I do. He kind of steps forward. Now he's like, hey. 
I'm just kind of motions out with his hand. Yeah, just start walking fingers, forward like, with the books. Give me, give me the book. They hand it to him, and he uh, slides Mooncleave back into this tiny little bucket, almost. And opens up this book and starts looking through it. Man, what in the hell? I mean, I'll give him. Dedicated, if nothing else. It's not surprising, I suppose, and everything he could accomplish, even Vassatorium's patronage, but, uh, this is gonna take some time to figure out. What we got here, and he looks back and just kind of points at it over his shoulder with a thumb. This is... This is two wholesale major artifacts. You don't happen to have any of that there, uh, what's he call it, Mage's Disjunction? Baylor, can you do that one? Beyond my skill, and even if it were, unlikely to work and at a high price. Yeah, well, you die, but I mean, <laughs> I kind of figured at this point you were all, you know, willing to pay that price. So, there's what I can figure, just needs just flipping through this, and he. He lowers his goggles down over his eyes, reading just to read the book, and just kind of looks up to Baylor. I don't see great. They actually prescription. And then looks down and flips through the book as he's doing. He says, "Yeah, I was old when I went in there, and 300 years and a sword didn't really help." All right, so what he's made here. Wow, this is impressive, really. They're just slowly flipping through. As far as I can tell, this thing gives you pretty close to complete power over soul stuff. Smallest fragment in anybody's mortal spirit. Well, damn near make a whole copy out of this. It's not terribly surprising that dropping the sword in there just popped me out, because that's the closest thing that I had left that was soul tied to anything. It's actually... Unbelievable. We got this crucible direct from Thassatorum. From the boneyard, even. I imagine that's probably why they sent the Marigna after him. Well, you'd, you'd think that someone up there in Phrasma's domain had put together a guy powerful enough to steal the magic bathtub is probably powerful enough to stand up to a Marigna, but... Never really seen the gods as thinking particularly straight. They just kind of figure whatever they're going to do is going to work because, you know, God. If, if I again. shoot it enough times, will it eventually break? <laughs> you can go right ahead, little buddy. And just keeps on <laughs> slowly flipping through. <laughs> Put a leash on him or something. <laughs> I can also shoot you for enough times. You probably won't die, but maybe eventually you might. Oh. And, uh, he's looking through, he holds up one of his free hands. Well, he's not holding the book. Wiggles his fingers, and just puts his hand entirely through his own head and pulls it back out and wiggles his fingers again. I could still shoot at you. <sighs> this came from the boneyard, yes? Uh, as far as I can tell, yeah, something like it. What about returning it there? I suppose it's possible, but... He looks over through the doorway towards Panavar's totally dead body just laying there. 
And he closes the book and just points at him with the book. You see that? Mostly dead body of my brother. That's not gonna stay that way. I don't know how much you know about death and the boneyard and how this stuff actually works, but... If he's hidden from Phrasma, if Thassatorum is shielding him, which I imagine he is, he literally can't die. Doesn't matter what you do to him. You can cut him up to a thousand pieces and throw him all in a different freezer and he'd still come back. Would it take the him longer? I honestly couldn't even tell you. A soul's a powerful thing. It's enough to create an entire body itself. I mean, that's sort of the miracle of childbirth or whatever. I mean, that's kind of how it works. You largely are just petitioning for asthma for a soul. It ain't just the goddess of death, she's the goddess of births, too. She just cycles them through. But as long as his is here, and it's not going to the boneyard, neither is he. He'll come back, no matter what happens. Now, Far as I can tell, and he hands the book back to Baylor. This pile of alchemical soup behind us is functionally indestructible. The psychotrax is some part of this, and it's producing that soul fluid, and I'm not going to be able to stop that easily. Not without some close to divine intervention, and Thassatorum's going to be stopping that. Now, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Nori. Yeah. He kind of turns to you and just nods towards the soul crucible. You dropped a piece of metal in there, and I popped out. Yeah, the do nothing. No knowledge required, no understanding, and it's magic, your magic, that magic, anything of what it is. Just worked. You understand what this thing can do? I do. Do you? Because well, I sure as hell don't. Can we try something? I'm going to reach back and take off Eutropia's necklace. Hmm. This kind of rises an eyebrow. Uh. Would, this has apparently had some sort of great, huge sentimental value to her. I don't know if sentimental value is quite enough to I do. Mean, I mean, I don't know it's... what else, but... I mean... Well, let's try it. And he, uh... <laughs> he, see, he's, he steps up to you. And just kind of holds out his hand. I'm all for trying to grow another Eutropia. Does he hand him the necklace? Yeah. He takes it and turns it around in his hand. And as he walks closer to the, the crucible, you see the same thing happen. Wow. Tendrils of white energy swirl out of the crucible towards this non-magical necklace. And you can see... A humanoid figure floating in the stream. He just laughs. <laughs> Holy crap, that's actually enough to do it! And he uh, turns back towards Kena and just kind of tosses her the necklace. You see what we have here. This isn't a psycho tracks anymore. And Benavar, whatever he is, he'll come back eventually, but they've clearly proven we can handle that. Do you understand what we can do with this? Must destroy it is what we can do with it. Yeah, I get divine mission, whatever, I got you. Good luck with that. But... No, that is, there is no but. We must destroy it. You can bring back anybody. 
God, now you're thinking. Inori. My question Didn't is, you? though, would they all come back like you, or would we have people who come back like Carius? Or is that just because of Panavar's meddling? As far as I can tell, Thassatorin worked his way into the boneyard and ripped the soul out by force. I imagine that was either because he enjoyed it or before they got the soul crucible in this working order, or maybe they couldn't find anything close enough to carry us to bring him back with. But I can't imagine. I, I, it's going to take me some time to study this, but look, my brother's an ass, but this this thing is not what I thought we were going to find. Is Ciaran, like, physically here? Because he did that put his hand through his head thing. Like, is he just... He's physically standing there. Are you asking him? Or, like, you asking me? No, I'm asking you. It's a DM question. Because I know I helped him out of the pool, but when he did He's that... physically standing there, and he, like, plopped his hand through his head like he's made of Play-Doh. Remember, he was part of the circle, too. I'm sure he... I but mean, he did he drink a up. potion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He blew okay. up. Uh, I was blew taking up our minutes. Put lady alchemist, and she came back. So I mean, and he he takes another step towards Nori and towards the pool, and he reaches a hand out, puts on your shoulder. Nori, yeah, I've been with you for three years since I you know bothered paying attention, and some number before that. Yeah, you I know are putting together what we can do with this thing. You gotta have something. Sentimental value apparently handles it. It ain't that hard. I kind of took the place on that sword, or I imagine that might have worked for your dad. Hell, you could <laughs> use this to bring back Mylan Jareth and just kill him again to your heart's content. Inori. <sighs> Time and must Sarah go just on. turns back to you. Shut up! Adults are talking. This is not would... something that should exist. <laughs> There's the Baylor. That sense when you the moral compass here, boy. I didn't exactly see you protesting when you were burning down half every city we've been through. I would readjust the hold on my crossbow. We must destroy this. This is not something for us to use. And Saren still has his hand on his shoulder. He kind of puts his other hand up to his brow. He's frustrated. And... <sighs> Look. And Nori. When I bound Thassatorum, I did not even imagine the power we could wield here. And I don't know what the hell he's been doing, my brother, in the past 300 years, but do you see this thing? Are you do not you happy with your life? Can you not move on just from being power hungry? Look what it Look. has brought to you in the past. Oh, he sighs and turns around. There's a difference between what Panavar wants and what I want. Admittedly, I'm not entirely positive what Panavar wants, but as far as I can tell, it's a puppet emperor in control of a nation. We don't need that. But we could live forever, boy. All of us. All of our families. All of our friends. We don't even have to interact with society anymore. Hell, no one's getting in this place if we lock the doors back up. Especially not if we don't give them a reason to. You're telling me I can bring him back? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you could have done that with, you know, standard clerical magic a while ago, but yeah, I'm pretty sure we can bring him back. 
We can bring him back. He kind of points to the necklace. We can bring your empress back. Like, the sky is literally not even a limit here, Nori. You gotta understand this. I would raise my crossbow, and uh, if Nori gets close to the pool, I would shoot a bolt at the edge of the pool, right next to her leg. <laughs> he shoots and it just clatters off the ground next to you as you step closer to it. And Nori uh, would stare at Dara like... Just I would stare betrayed back. Look, like and I betrayed look. I'll step Do you remember the, the so you last thing? <laughs> Do you remember the last creature that offered you your dad back? Ellers. Yeah. This is not for us to use. But this look, isn't the same thing here. I'm also not a sack heel. I'm just pointing out. I mean. Your father has already moved on. He is probably, I don't know how Phrasma works, but he has probably moved on to his next life. You would be stealing him from where he is meant to be. And These do you not think he'd rather be here with his own meant? daughter? You don't think he's missed enough of your life? You don't think given the opportunity, and he turns back there at this point, that he would be back here in a heartbeat? To be this with is her. Not, this is not our fate to change. This is Dara, how... do you even have a family, boy? Do you even understand this? I had one. But they have moved on. That is the cycle of life. Doesn't have to be. It does. We are no longer we are not gods. I just start back to rummaging around in my uh, in my coat, looking for something. The problem with immortality comes a shift in morality. Oh, oh, this is great. This girl's gonna lecture us on morality. Oh, please do continue. Because we start with us and. And then we end up thinking we know what's best for everybody forever. Just while we're keeping score here, how many uh, surrenders have you executed on the spot? Because if I've been paying attention just from what I've seen, I think we're up to three or so. Mm -hmm. And when my time comes, my time will come and I'll move on and I'll face whatever judgment is waiting for me. I don't think it's something we should have access to forever. I agree with Baylord that it needs to go back to the Boneyard. However, Empress Eutropia was taken forcibly from Taldor and from... As were many others. Do right. you see this? But she wants to use it, but only if it's okay with her. You if see Arius this, Inori? is as messed up as... And I'm not saying Inori can't bring back her father. If she wants to, that's on her conscience. I'm saying for... For what we have to do now, I don't think Carius, whatever is left of him when we're done. He turns back to you, and I'm saying that I don't really think we should let the singer with the best a quarter of a brain decide where to draw the line on something like this. As he points back to the Soul Crucible. I mean, I do not I'm think we should. I'm playing with a, a necklace in my hand now. As you pull it out, even right next to the basin, we don't immediately see any connection. Nothing reaches out from this pool. 
nothing seems to connect with it, but uh, Siaran is turned away from you and engaged in this and doesn't seem to notice what you're doing. I have my bow at the ready. And Siren reaches down and just pulls out Mooncleave again, just holding it up. Boy, don't test me. It took me don't 300 me. years to get back here. I'll hold my fist over the liquid. I can't do it. Doing back noise in that room. What? What are you doing? I don't. Nothing's happening. He gave me this necklace. I don't wear it because I. I don't know. Guilt, I guess. Last thing I ever said to him was, I hate you, as he went to work. He kind of looks down. Okay. I do remember that. But I can't do this. It's not right. It doesn't feel right. Well, I think. As much as I want to, I can't. That necklace is a sentimental connection to you, not him. That might bring you back, but it doesn't seem to be touching nothing for your father. Yeah. Even still. Even still. Just a quick glance through that book Baylor found in here. This is more than even just that. This isn't just immortality. This is... This is perfection. You got a problem with morality? That's fine. Go find the soul or something of one of the most just and righteous men that's ever ruled this nation or any other. And we can use this to distill that very righteousness into yourself. This thing fuses souls. Selectively. That's what Panavar was trying to do. And he's an idiot and he screwed it up. But imagine a ruler for Taldor with the military knowledge of Ganias and the exploratory heart of Syracus and Beldum's cunning. I mean, I can totally get what he was going for, stupid as it was. But why do we even need to mess with a nation? Imagine what we can do with ourselves. Siaran, we can be perfect. Making mistakes is what makes us human. This is it what doesn't we do. have to be. How are you guys this short-sighted? You sound just like him right now. What are you talking about? Come on. I brought you in here to save your life, to give you a second chance. And he, he just gestures, Moonleaf still in his hand. And I get that. And I appreciate it, and thank you, and etc. But, alright, fine. I've had a decent time joining along here, frolics and adventures across this country, doing whatever the hell it was we were doing. But if you're not interested, fine. But you're not destroying this. You're not taking this away from me. It's too hard. Just Please don't. 
do this. Leave me here, girl. If you want to use it to bring back your Empress that necklace, go for it. You're welcome anytime, but I'm not leaving this. It's not meant for us. It's not meant for anybody. He reaches up with his free hand and just rubs his forehead, clearly getting frustrated. Nothing's meant for anybody. We don't have to be gods. The gods are useless. Verasma tried to stop this, and that piece of crap Marigna was the closest she got. Deities don't have any kind of divine omniscience like the peasants like to believe. They're just strong. That could be us. This could be the damn Starstone. We could be gods. I have a hard enough time just being me. Then, you're welcome to go. But I spent 300 years trying to get back to the Psychotrax and a century before that, setting the whole thing up. I didn't give up what I had to lose to bind Thassatorum to just drop this because you idiots can't see the value in it. So just leave me. Panavar will come back around. I'll talk to him. The Immaculate Circle's business meddling with Taldor is over. You can do all you would like with your brother in the circles. I only have one mission. It will make you feel better if you shoot it. Is that what you want, boy? It Go would, ahead. in fact. Take yes. some shots. I do plan on destroying this, though. Is there any way we can, Bilor? There are things we could try. I believe CR in here would try to stop me. Well, obviously, I feel like I've made that intention clear. Look, are we, we're not really going to do this, are we? After the three years we've worked together getting here, is this really where this Team Double D falls apart? We're not doing this. We're not fighting. Stop this now. I came in here to save your life, okay? You owe me a debt. Leave this alone. I gave you your life back. That counts for something. It looks over towards the pool. I owe you a debt, girl. But that's more than I'm willing to pay anyone. Ziar, you know what you happens can next. go. I ain't stopping you. I think with this whole carrier's fiasco, Panavar's probably had enough of this national control crap anyway. Look, I got my family back. Eventually, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Felt real good stabbing him. Screw that. You're my family now. We're not. Look, I spent the better part of two decades trying to dupe your idiot father into chasing down Jared to bring me back here. His dumbass just got killed. Just because you're slightly more capable than he was doesn't mean we have anything. So can I shoot him now? He turns back to you. Do you really want to try? Is this this important to you, boy? Why are you probably care? take? I would. You just one little crossbow bolt to the chest. 
Just one small one. <laughs> if you're gonna shoot, we're gonna roll initiative. Okay, I'm gonna ah. shoot. Then we're gonna roll initiative. He's not got any problem with the rest of you, but Dara loses a bolt. And he's going for Dara. He is uh he has had enough of this crap. I gotta do this manually because I have a cool stat block for him. Alright, Kahina. Why is there a bunch? Nobody wants to do this. This is the saddest <laughs> initiative table I've ever seen. Nobody yeah. wants to do this. Yeah. It's like a first level initiative right there. That is like a first level initiative <laughs> table. So, Baylor, get a first reactor. Dara squeezes the trigger. Ciara and Mooncleave already in hand. Turns toward him and is clearly had enough. What do you want to do? I'm going to pull out a glowing topaz similar to the sapphire I had along doing this. Nobody right wants to do this. <laughs> Pulling out a small glowing topaz and an old bone. Okay. Going to use the power of that topaz to enhance this spell as the bone shatters and turns into a greenish gray ray that I'm going to fire at CRN. All right. So, touch attack. The 20. I assume his flat-footed touch is not more yeah, than 20. 20 will hit his flat-footed touch, yes. And this, with the power of this topaz, is going to be empowered. So plus 50% on this racking ray hitting him. Wow. So is that plus 20% included or? No, that's plus 50% on top of what I rolled. <laughs> that's 21 dex damage and 18 strength damage. With a save for half. Holy crap. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad I'm not going against Baylor. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Well, what I'm just trying say? to incapacitate him. Yeah. He's got a he's got a pretty solid fortitude save. Let me check. He's got a his mutagen actually does a ton. It was the only thing he drank. He actually has a ton of effects on it. I'm seeing 
None of it is against damage. It's immune to so many things right now, but none of it is that damage. Alright. He passes. So that's 10 dex damage and 9 strength damage still. Let me do this. So that would be 5 strength modifiers and 4 dex modifiers for these down. Other way, 5 dex, 4 strength. Oh, 5 dex, 4 strength. And I mean, that's... That's pretty incapacitating. Yeah, holy he crap. stumbles and about trips over his own feet immediately as you hit him with this beam. And his dex is reduced very close to zero. Fortunately, his mutagen helps with that. Anything else? Just stepping away. <laughs> So Ciaran, in a total fit of rage here, turns to you like a bewildered and just calls out, you serious? And throws a hand back towards the soul crucible. That's a Torum! Come on! And black energy starts to manifest out of the crucible as a shadowy humanoid shape just looms out of the thing. And he just shakes his head at Baylor. We don't have to do this, boy! Let me add this thing to the initiative table. Oh, great! <laughs> Woohoo! And he is going to charge Dara with Mooncleave. And as he brings this sword down, you're the one who can't be caught flat-footed. Yes. I'll remember this eventually. What is your touch, AC? Uh, 25. Because this sword... And it's liquid state cleaves right through your armor, leaving it completely and totally undamaged, just hacking directly into you. Got a minus four. Um, that'll still hit, though, as he brings this enormous blade down onto you. I guess he's not technically charging, he's moving forward and attacking as a standard action. Okay. Give me a moment. There's a lot of math here. You're being hit by a 20th level alchemist. There's yeah, a lot yeah, yeah. of math happening right now. Plus two on each extra weapon damage dice for all those feats. Grant, six. Okay. He cuts down onto you for this minus 
five because strength modifiers hits you for 45 damage. And Dari, you're up. Okay, I take one shot. That's what I was aiming for. I, I readied one shot and I take one shot. Um, step back or stand right there? Because that's going to provoke. Stepping is? No, shooting because you're in melee range. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was, yeah, step back further just a little bit towards this column in the corner. Give CRN step up. I did not. You win this round. <laughs> um, I, and so I take, I have one bolt and it's kind of a funny looking bolt. Uh, and I end up gritting to, uh, the, it's naturally gritted to ignore AC. I target his knee to try and snap the knee out and then pin him with that knee almost inverted to the ground to try and pin him to the ground and I will also put two grit into dealing uh, I guess he's already I guess I would I don't know what kind of damage I should go for uh, I guess gritting I can't have that much dexterity, maybe? Not a lot left, not to them, though. No. <laughs> He's taking a ton. I have by this beam and like, stumbled in this charge across the room. Yeah. He's um, clearly lost a lot of dex. I think after losing 10 dex, he would very visibly impaired. Okay, so yeah. Um, so yeah, so it would be a tangleful bolt pinning him and knocking him prone with Dex bleed damage. Okay, that's a lot of things you got there. It's a 35. 35 will definitely hit his touch. Okay, and then just regular crossbow damage for 20 damage. I feel like he had something that gave him TR. Now he does not. So he's gonna take 20 damage. Mm hmm. And uh, you can see that he is a lot less. Like visibly, physically old than Panavar. He's a lot harder, even after all these stats that have been drained out of him. Near Bolt punches right through his leg and sticks through his leg into the ground, uh, piercing surprisingly easily, though. And as it connects to the ground, he just pulls his foot up like he was made again of dough, and his foot just pulls out of this bolt. It doesn't pin him or hinder him at all, nor does it make him bleed. But he does get the tangle foot hit. Ah, always good so to really double also entangled down. <laughs> on top of the 10 dex damage and entangled. He's not okay. fast anymore. But it doesn't get what he get. It doesn't get uh, prone. He's not pinned, nor is he bleeding, nor is he prone. Okay. Okay, and then uh, that is my turn. All right. This... Phantasm. It looks like a black, just shadowy humanoid figure draws itself out of the soul crucible. And as it does, it's connected back to the pool by that same wispy series of tendrils, this beam, but a dark faded black connecting it back to the pool. As it floats more than it walks, 
over towards Baylor and just reaches out, swiping at him with a hand. Baylor, what is your touch AC? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and use Moment of Prescience <laughs> against this. I like it. I like it. Not a bad idea. So my touch AC is going to go to 33. Well, is this a 20? Nope. He didn't hit you. <laughs> uh, and with your moment of prescience as you blow that, as you see this thing coming, you dodge back out of the way of this thing's kind of clumsy swipe. But you get the feeling you really do not want it to touch you. And as that thing comes on, reaches towards you, and Dara backs away and shoots his bolts at Ciaran. He just motions with his other hand, almost with the jazz hand thing again, with the weightless, seemingly weightless greatsword as he pushes forward. God, you are one annoying child! Nina. <laughs> okay. Really didn't want to fight. It's <laughs> the. So, you don't have to. Really don't want to fight. So let him bully Dar out of the room. Don't wanna, don't wanna see anyone die either. So, uh, but that's a torum is a is a thing. Uh, so I'm gonna start my performance. I'm gonna just hold my okay. hands up to CR and be like, I'm I'm not gonna fight you. But I can't watch him die either. And I am going to step right here. I'm just going to start my performance. And then, um, five foot step, start performance as my move action. And then, as my standard, I will cast this. So, uh, okay. Everybody. So what is this? So this is my song of healing. So they oh, have fast healing too under a Fast healing too, Dara, Inori, and Baylor. So Hey. Nori. Baylor, you're on deck. Ah, uh, uh, man. I have literally been thinking since like the start of this thing, and I'm I'm at a point now where I, I just scream, Dara, Ciaran, you stop, stop, as I drop to my knees and start to kind of lose control, like before I had gone to the mountains and trained with the monks, and with my swift action, recall a spell that I didn't prep today, um, and, uh, just sort of think in my head to Father, help me. And that's it. Okay. Baylor. So this thing in front of me. <laughs> Any me idea? A knowledge religion. Uh, 
Not one of my better ones. No, it's not. Uh, I, just, I think we're, uh, we have one session reroll left for the day. Can't use it here. That's what I. That's what I thought. I gonna use that other session reroll. <sighs> I have no idea, do I? As far as you can tell, this creature, it's some amalgamation of just errant souls lost on this plane that the Soul Crucible is called forth. It is going to be fundamentally an undead creature, whatever it is, and the thing has no real physical form. It's, it's definitely incorporeal. But beyond that, what it is and what it's capable of, you have no clue. Well... I'm going to step back, yell at Inori to snap out of it, and conjure up a couple of masses of force and start chucking them at this thing. All right, we're gonna blast away this thing at least, because we're not a, we're not a fan of whatever this thing is. So, let's see. First one. 22 against touch. 22 definitely hit. Incorporeal creatures not historically have fantastic ACs. Second, 33. Definitely hits. And the third, 19. 19 also hits. So, uh, is this do full damage to incorporeal? It is force, yes. Okay, so give me all the damage because you may blast it away in a single spell. It's not particularly sturdy. I would love for that to happen. First one is 20. Okay. Second one is only 11. And third one is 16. You do not. You do not quite destroy it utterly. But as these force hits slam into it, you can definitely still bull rush it because it's full force. It affects an incorporeal creature just like anything else. And based on its CMD, I'm fairly certain that Sporrush is just going to send it all the way to the wall. Well, I'd say 51. Yep. While it is. So you don't dissipate this thing, but you blast away a huge amount of its essence. Uh, the force effects colliding one after the other with this shadowy figure. And you blast it all the way back into the wall. And if nothing else, it doesn't seem like it's particularly fast. It didn't come at you very quickly. Siaren is just gonna shake his head and just and still kind of just jazz handing at Dara. Like, your friends don't even want to back you up on this one, boy. Quit while you're ahead. And he pulls out another potion and drinks it back. And then kind of grits himself and like racks a bit. It racks his entire body. And then, almost like mitosis, it pulls him apart into an entirely second CRN. Before the new one looks up at Dara and says, You have no idea what I can do. And five footsteps forward. Dara. Uh, okay, so I, what was the 
the the healing fast healing for you have fast healing too, so you heal two every every time it's your turn. Oh, okay. No, it's one d eight plus fifteen. When you end the spell. So in the spell. When you end the spell. Oh. You get oh, two okay. health. No plus two. Um, well, crap. Um, well, I don't want to be here. This is a terrible place to be. I'm going to move and maybe die and try and get to back The original CRN is still standing there, like, just shuddering and wrecked as this new one moves towards you. Okay. But so as you I'm move still... away, the new one is going to take a swing at you. Yeah. So I am going to move so that I can get away and maybe funnel them a little bit. Funnel the CRNs. And, and uh, yeah. Uh, so, do you need my AC? Uh, your touch, yes. But I'm pretty sure he gets you. Okay, 25? Does, in fact, get 25. Uh, but okay. this time, just only lashing out as you retreat. Not able to put merely, nearly as much force behind Mooncleave, only hitting you for 18. Okay. Minus 18. Minus 18. Okay. And then, um, so that was a move action, so I can take one shot. Yes, you can take one single shot. They both kind um, of have cover for Mira, I'd say, as you back down the hallway. Back out but, towards the shadowy altar room. So from what I know, I don't know much about magic, but I will still keep aiming at the original Ciaran and hope that that works out for me. Alright. <laughs> so we Go will for see. It. Um, and this is the natural grit, so touch ACA soon. Uh, yes. So that is 33. 33 all touch. I would just quit if it didn't. <laughs> and for another uh, 21. Okay. You're still 21 damage. And you, you do, he's not immune to Sonic anyway, so you do still get that D6 damage. Oh, okay. D6. So for an extra four, so 25 damage. All right, and this, this bolt rips right through him again like he's just a thick viscous liquid like he's almost made of the stuff from the soul crucible he rips right through him leaving a hole and an injury but much much less severe than it should be and your bolt right. dinks off the wall in the back of the room this creature is going to continue to move out from the wall pressing back towards Baylor, walk floating its way just flailing its arms forward but with how far away you pushed him, he has to use his entire round just getting there. He's not fast at all. Kahina. While I don't want to fight Ciaran, this, this is not a thing uh, that needs to stay. So I will five foot step. You actually took four less than that, Derek, because I forgot he had four strength damage. Or four and modifiers with a strength damage. we are just gonna have to make sure that thing does not touch Baylor. Uh, 45. 45 will certainly hit or at least connect with the thing as you rip your glaive through it. 22. And 
22 is literally exactly enough for you to rip this thing out of existence. As your glaive just passes through it, the spirit dissipates and the tendrils wither back into the soul crystal from whence they came. Inori, in the middle of the room. A clear view of Dara, who's definitely taking some injuries as CR is now two CR and presses attack. Okay. I'm gonna stand up increasingly angry. Uh, swift action. I'm going to hasten myself. And your and sword, I would say, is is on the ground near you, like one square away. You could, because you can't drop it on the ground. Basically worthless, though. It is I mean, a non-magical mundane longsword. <laughs> right? I mean, well, it's, it's masterwork. The... It's a masterwork longsword. But the power was basically him. That's sort of the blade-bound magus part. Um, uh, let's say I, I hasten myself and I'm just going to run between the two of them. I'm not going to attack, and I'm going to stand in front of Dar and say, please stop, all of you. That's me. He's not going to take an attack opportunity as you run by. He lets you run past. As you put yourself in the way, he just points a moon cleave at Dara. Your boy started it, Inori. I'm going to end it if I have to. Nobody needs to die here. Stop. Baylor. I... What CRN did, it's not spellcasting, so it's... It's not spellcasting. He just drinks a thing. I don't know that you can spellcraft alchemist extracts. Because he doesn't do anything you can identify. Um, I will give that, you... Well... The check, like, because you might be able to recognize the effects, because you yeah, know it's, it's a spell. I'll give you, like, minus 10 to identify it purely off of exactly what happened, because, like, incantations and movements are largely what you identify as a wizard. So it'll be a lot right. more challenging. With the minus 10, I get a 21. It is a six-level spell, so that would be DC 21. That extract is twin form. Uh, basically, does exactly what it says in the box. It's made a perfect body double of Ciaran. And he can really... His consciousness, his, his mind is really only in one of them at a time. He's not, like, full-on double-teaming you. There's still only one real Ciaran. But they're two perfectly intact bodies. And the other one's not completely helpless, so it'll still, like, dodge and can move around and stuff but he can swap between them at will. And whatever one he's in, if you destroy one of them, he snaps back to the other. And they have completely independent health pools. But since he was already entangled and with all that stat damage when he split, both bodies have all of that. Both bodies are clearly entangled by a tangle foot bolts. Both bodies have nine strength and 10 dex damage. I'm going 
just pick one, so I'm gonna go for the one on the bottom. The original one's a little more hurt. I'm going to fire off. I roll 20 is being difficult right now. Well, the good news is you know you can delete one of these bodies without like actually killing Siren. Yeah. Anything. So you can like you can whole ham on Southern Siren. Is it disintegrate? <laughs> it's not disintegrate. That was my guess. My guess was disintegrate. Make a second body. Disintegrate second body. No. Well, I cannot click on the range button to actually make the attack roll. Is it a uh, splinter? Is it just a splinter spear? No, it's it's just a range touch attack. Uh, let me. Uh, uh, Roll twenty is like super hardcore frozen. You're not kidding. Wow. Let me click on your range button. Got you. All right, so that's a twenty-nine. I assume and that the, uh, hits his touch. Twenty-nine definitely hits his touch. And so, a Blu-ray. Oh. You hit for 63 cold damage and three dex drain. <laughs> wow. It hits him and blasts the cold across him and near fizzles. He's completely immune to cold damage. Well, I tried. <laughs> ah, that I got like a meal. Ciaran is going to hold and just wait to see what Dara does. But as he does, another one of these shadowy forms manifests out from the Soul Crucible. Dara. I would look at Inori like face face like face inches from her face. I would have my back to you, like trying to keep him from killing you. Oh. Well I would be right next to you and be menacingly in your ear. Be can you promise me? Can you guarantee that we are going to destroy this? Zarakala, you're not! How are you not getting this? I'd be like, you don't understand. I have to. And then, I mean, is there any answer? Fast? <laughs> Quick answer, I'm, Nori. I'm not saying anything. I'd shoot over her shoulder. <laughs> 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 Just keep firing. Uh, but I'm not holding back. I mean, she's. I can shoot easily around her because she's not even facing me, and I just full go at the southern CR and lay the whole thing over her nice shoulder. Lay the whole thing out. Oh, a 13. Oh, I see a 13. Look at us doing 13 things. So, um, so the third one, the third one, the southern one, and the third one is naturally. Yeah, gridded. 
Okay, so the third one's not actually graded or any of the rest of them graded? They are not. Then you would get four hits. Um, actually, I don't have the 28 hits. I gotta do math because he got so many AC penalties. Because AC is, okay, so he's got four dex damage, so it's four lower. He's entangled, so it's two lower. Three hits. Yeah, the 13 doesn't hit. Okay. Oh, which one's the 13? The, uh, last the 13, yeah, the 13 is the last hit. one, actually. So yeah. the first two... Oh, the third one's actually gritted. That was what you said. So the third one yeah. does hit because it's gritted. So the yeah. first four hit. But as your bolts still just kind of pierce through this body that's just kind of sitting there, it's moving a bit, it's trying to dodge, but it's clearly not all there. Whatever has happened to his body that he's kind of like half fluid, he doesn't seem to be possible to critically strike him. Okay. He doesn't really have any vitals. So you get four okay. hits. All right, so four hits. One. So 19, 25, 22, and 19 plus 4, 36. Plus 20. So the, the southern one, the original CRN, as it tries to dodge, tries and fails to dodge your bolts, it avoids one of them, is getting blasted apart. And you're leaving more and more of these holes, these fairly large holes through him, and he's, he's starting to cripple and stumble a bit, having difficulty just standing. Tiaren. Give me one second here. Because again, 20th level alchemist things. Oh, let me add two to my health. There we go. Does not want to do stuff. Nori. Really doesn't. But he's gonna step back with this northern one and reach down back behind his cape and pull out a clay vial and just pitch it towards Dara. Around Nori's shoulder and just yell, Get out of the damn way, girl! He's made his choice! What you touch AC again? The bazillionth time? Uh, 25. And hey, is Kahina gonna make an AOL? Guess not. Uh, nope. So, uh, he's got minus a crap load to his dicks. He's not throwing super fantastic right now. Exact lethal, though. It's going to be exact... Oh, okay. I guess just don't say anything. and Swing. 28 misses. Uh, but he is going to throw this bomb through, and it is going to explode onto Dara. And as he hits you with this, he kind of grins as his tangle foot bomb blows off on you. <laughs> now you're both entangled. Fine. Okay. I see how it is. Stupid idiots. <laughs> and, uh, you are going to take an amount of fire damage. Okay. 49 as this okay. bomb explodes. And Nori, you're taking 13, but make me reflex save for half from the splash. Okay. It blows up in a fire and tar. Coding you. Uh, so you get, you get to take the 13. You get the 13 fire. 
Right. And that almost brings Dara down. And as this second creature comes out of the pool here, it's also just gonna float on up to Baylor and take a swing. Let you touch AC, Baylor. It's... How long has it been since I cast that Quicken Shield? Does shield go to your touch? Against, it's a force effect against incorporeal. Oh, it is force effect, you're right. Um, definitely not, isn't it minute per level? Yeah. Ooh. 50 50, I'll be a D100. It's probably been longer than 16 minutes, but I'll give you 50 50 because, yeah, it's been longer than 15 minutes. So that'll be gone. All right, so 17. Uh, for what it's worth, I'm pretty sure it won't matter. It won't. He reaches out to touch you. And this one manages to connect as it surges forth from the pool. And as it does, you take no damage. It doesn't hurt you. But as it touches you, you can see Baylor's form almost warp. Like, part of it pull out into this stream of essence that's flowing back into the soul crucible. As this emanation pulls part of his soul into the bath. You lose six strength. Which is probably crippling and encumbering to you, I'd imagine. Yeah, that's unpleasant. Ada. Okay. Um, I'm going to in the spell that uh, is giving everybody fast healing. So okay. uh, now that's going to be for D8 plus 15. So everybody else back to well, Tadara and Twenty-one to Dara and Nori are the only two that are hurt okay. from the one bomb. Yeah, okay. that it's just Dara and Nori and Baylor. Okay. Didn't... Baylor's soul's leaving him, but there's yeah, Baylor's soul is leaving his body, but he's not taking oh. physical yeah. damage. So that ends, and then I'm just going to start hacking away at, at this thing because and just be like, Siaran, stop this!" and um, swing better, better. Thirty-seven will hit. Seventeen. So half is incorporeal. You'll deal eight damage. And another three sonic. Okay. Okay. Second swing. That'll hit. It's incorporeal. It's not hard to hit. That's not the challenge. <laughs> it's not the challenge of this particular program. 15. That's like nine. And do you have one more? Just, just do all your attacks. It's much faster if you just do all your attacks one. instead of stopping to roll two different damage dice in between each one. And do I have one more? I don't know. Do you? We right, don't have base 
Okay. Uh, I'm gonna five foot step up to him, up to the, the yarn on the bottom. Oh, well, it's just kind of standing there, just sort of dodging, not really attacking or anything. And I'm our minds aren't technically linked anymore. I'm pretty sure. Not at all, no. So I am gonna beg and please, you gotta stop this. If you continue this, this is not gonna end well for you. You you have to stop. And as I'm doing that, I am prepping. If he does something hostile to Dara, I am readying my hidden blade to attack him with a spell strike. We do still have that. Yes, we do. Baylor. I am going to barely be able to stumble backwards. And look down. And you know what this room really needs. Is it Sayoko? Trying to top the pool. Yes. I'm covering. <laughs> I figured. I'm covering that thing with a Sirocco. Okay, see, the one thing that Baylor does. Baylor does lots of things. But... I mean, Baylor does literally everything all the time. So it is yay big. And you just kind of plopping it like. Oh, thereabouts, probably. Yeah. Just blasting fire down on this creature, this thing. Which is gonna make the world's. Oh, it's Fortitude Save. Well, the world's crappiest Fortitude Save then. I don't know <laughs> the Fortitude Save super matters, because it's not like you can be fatigued or anything, he's undead. Definitely fails. So, uh. It's gonna take 15 fire, because incorporeal. As it's they can't be prone, as, can they? They like, cannot be not prone either. He is a, an incorporeal ghost man. He can be neither knocked prone nor fatigued. Well, he's getting pushed into the ground. <laughs> yes, he's getting forced downward, and he, it sinks down a bit, this figure to the floor, as a Sirocco just roars down across the vast majority of the room and across the Soul Crucible itself. And Ciaran turns around as you cast it, just calls out, What are you doing?! It's not going to hurt the thing, but we're going to lose so much time. That fluid, it takes forever to produce. That's all I got. Dara. I am going to glance at Anori and, like, snarl, like, full, just like, the rage is just, like, palpable. And I'm going to wait and just grip my crossbow as, as, as hard as I can, just restraining for like three milliseconds, just waiting to see what Ciaran does. As you hold it tense, and you wait. Ciaran's reaching down to his hip from their bomb. He looks at you and he looks at Inori. He sees you stop. And he reaches up and like grasps his, uh, his bandolier a couple times. Not very dexterous at this point. Fumbles for a potion and pulls it out and drinks it. And as he does, you can see him immediately largely recover. He's just covered in the tanglefoot goo, but he regains 
his posture, his strength, and everything. <sighs> he shakes his head. Mooncleave still in his, his left hand. He just smiles. See? We don't have to fight over this. Come on. Think about what you're doing here, boy. He glances back at the shadows come out of this uh, soul crucible. Turns back to Dara. I'd hurry though. Where are you? Okay, well then I would shoot him. <laughs> Alright, things done. I was only this close to doing like Ooh, so close from holding back. Man, that restraint so, was so close. It's gonna take his turn and start shooting. <laughs> At the southern yep. one still. Pull shots here. Who's who, who's that? Uh, I'm Which going towards towards the south one again. Uh, the south one that's like the one. No, I was ready in something, so I can't. I can't immediate okay. anything. Okay. You're ready if you did something hostile. You could do okay. it immediate still. You can do it immediate. I would throw a reflexive barrier on him. Ha! Ha! On Ciaran. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um... Okay. So and we're then the third one is... The third one is gridded again, but, uh... Not really any of them. Yeah, with this barrier that pops up, almost all of these are just going to be deflected off from Minori's shield, and only the gridded one is going to pierce okay. through and land. Okay, so that will do. And it's also exact, damage. It's exact lethal too, on the critical. Oh no! <laughs> with reflexive yes. barrier. Oops. Okay. Twenty instead of minus twenty. But still, it that one takes another big hit, recoils back a bit, and this phantasm floats back towards Baylor. Through Good. this burning fire. What? Yeah. Goodbye. Reaches out again. Hey, you lose. Open roll. Oh my god. Eight strength. And as this thing reaches out and touches Baylor, you see Baylor fade and crumble entirely. Wholly disappearing. And. His, his essence flows back through this connection back into the pool where another shade rises up. Vaguely humanoid. But almost certainly Baylor. What? <laughs> I'm just gonna turn around and look at Dara and be like, look at what you've done. And then I have to swing at this guy so that I don't end up being the same. Twenty-eight. Uh, Give me your next attack. And thirty-three. Oh, I'll see. Yeah, they're not. 
They're not difficult to hit. So now give me just do damage twice. Okay, 11 for the first swing. And 11 from the second swing. And the thing's largely weakened. Oh, and 7 will do it. 7 will slash away. And then I am going to 5 foot step. So that. <laughs> new new shade Baylor doesn't decide to take me with him. Inori. Seeing Baylor go down and this is just out of control. I'll, I'll, I'll look up at CR and I'm like, okay. Okay. This is just up for another bomb. He's Okay, what? Girl, it's not me. It's your problem. I'm with you, all right? I'm with you. He just points back towards Dara with Mooncliffe. And I just I, I reach out to hug him. The other one's pointing, but you reach out to hug the southern one. And the, the southern one, still seemingly not wholly in control of itself, and definitely still with all its stat damage, just kind of reaches out with one arm. To give you the hug. And the other CR and the northern one that's full control. Seriously. This. Sorry. And then I hit and blade him in the neck with a spell strike. I will give you flat footed. He is not expecting that at all. Uh, minus one. <sighs> I mean, Twenty. Flat-footed. Twenty-six will stick that spell strike hidden blade into the southern CIA. All right. Uh, I think it's <laughs> twelve hidden blade damage. But the spell is um, chain lightning. And because I'm so close to him, I'm probably just going to take this too with everything. Every enemy in the room. Bang. For 61 Ooh. electricity. And that's going to blast apart the southern one as your, your blade is in him. And it just explodes into lightning and that body just pops and falls on the ground with a splatter, like liquid. And the other CRN turns just in time to see this lightning surge up into him. And he is going to make a reflex save. His reflex is pretty okay. Ugh. He is gonna pass the save, so he's gonna take half. So he's going to take 30 electricity from this blast on the other body. And as this wrecks through him, he turns back up to look at you, just enraged. After everything! Really? And it's definitely not targeting you. <laughs> so, Baylor, you can definitely roll some Sirocco damage. 
on this other ghost because your jet furnace is still blasting. Yep. That was the plan. And he's going to take 13. Oh, I guess he still saves for half. Half of half. He's like a nice hand to die, though. Yeah, that's the two. So he's going to take 13 damage from the Roaring Sirocco. Well, you're, you're going to take 13 damage from the Roaring Sirocco <laughs> as your specter just floats up out of this thing. Dara, you are now entangled. Okay. Um, so that means I can't five foot step. Is what that you can means. five foot step. Oh, I can't. It means you have a penalty to your attacks and a further penalty to dex. So it's pretty bad for dex character. You can, there's an entangled box you can check. It's just stats Oh, stuff. I can check it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, it doesn't okay. do anything conditions. super special. You can set it on your conditions. Entangled. Ah, perfect. I love this thing. This is awesome. Okay, I am Since entangled. your dex everything, though, it's going to be affect you pretty severely. Yeah, Um, but it doesn't... Yeah, okay. So entangled doesn't interact. Uh, this is like really reaching, but it doesn't uh, it, it react at all for a ring of inner fortitude at all. What is the ring of inner? What does that mean? Uh, that was just so that I don't take any damage to. I think that's damage though. Oh I no, it's not. It just doesn't do any damage to your stats. No, okay. it's just okay, because okay, you okay, are okay, entangled. Okay. You are okay. four less okay. decks. Just make sure. Sorry. Um, and I would look over at. So it's clear you could tell that it's Baylor coming out of the. Even with like everything, you can tell that it's Baylor coming out of there. It does look like Baylor coming out of the Soul Crucible, a shadowy specter of Baylor. I would be blown away. I uh, couldn't even see him around the corner. And I can just see him behind Ciaran, like just barely. And I would, like, just in a rage, like, so I was boiling before and now I'm just raging. And I would uh, just aim again and try and kill Ciaran. <laughs> I would Just uh, yep. laying into the last form of Ciaran here. And I would grit the first two and then the third is naturally grit. So it's the first okay. three is first two. And then do I still have, the, or is there still a song kind of resonating around, or? Yeah, she's still performing. She hasn't stopped performing. Okay, okay, just make sure. Okay, so which one's the 13? Doesn't matter, you can't be crit. So. Oh, right, 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 right. The okay. first three that are gritted will all connect with him. Okay. And the last two he'll avoid. Okay. So then the first three goes 22. 19 and 21. Alright. As you lay into there, you take about half of the, the health off of this last CRM. And then he, just beyond incensed, is gonna step forward and just lay into Inori. We're just out incensing each other. This has become a rage battle. Rage Inori, battle. what is your touch, AC? Hmm. 16. All right. So he's going to hit you. He's going to hit you with the first swing. He's going to hit you with the second. Say 19. 
Oh, 16. And he's gonna hit you with the third. So, he's gonna lay three hits with Moon Cleave into you and just wordless fury as you stand with Dara here. And you are going to take 29 and then 27 and then 31. For 87 damage total. As he just swings back and forth, this sword just passing right through your Kiko armor. Does that is mm, would that pass bypass uh, stone skin too? Uh, no, you'll still have DR. So okay, good. So it will I actually would... take if you have that up, you'd take fifty-seven damage instead of eighty-seven. Okay. Oof. Okay. Because it it connects with your body, just not with your armor and stuff. Gotcha. And then Baylor's shade is going to float as a Sirocco towards Kahina. And Kahina, that is you. You muted her. Yep. Okay, so Kahina, I'm going to go and assume, is going to five foot step back. Yes. Okay. Oh, you're back. Sorry, ahead. I was trying to see if I have anything that does any more damage in my glaive. I am tapped out of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this was not a fight that we needed to do. Um, I don't. I don't want to fight Siarn. I don't want to kill Bone. You don't have to. I don't think you're doing six you rounds, six seconds. I'm what are you doing? gonna. Oh, So much. Well, I can't hit Siarn because I'm too close, so it's gotta be Baylor. Right, I'm gonna lay yes, into the shadow. I of have Baylor. to. Because I do not want him to touch me. No, you probably don't. I do not want him to touch me. No, 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 right, no. So you slash through Baylor twice with your glaive. For 11 damage, very consistent. And 12 damage. What? And you cut a lot of this essence back. Starting to wear down the shadow of Baylor. Nori. Oops. Sorry, uh. four, not six. So clearly taking a lot of hits from him, eyeing him back. Ah, just call out. You could stop this right here and right now, but you keep going. I can't let you do this. And I'm going to keep fighting him. We just call back. You can, girl. It doesn't matter to you. This is my life's work. This is centuries longer than you can even imagine. Oh boy, okay, so I'm gonna do some spell combat. Minus three, oh boy. 
That's the one floor. <laughs> so much math. I'm not used to fighting without my sword. I know, they do extra <laughs> bonus math. Yeah, sorry. That's pretty bad. Oh, geez. Oh, man. Um, okay, so that would just be two then. All right, good. Okay, so. And uh, first one's a spell strike uh, of a uh, 28. Uh, 28. He just ducks under. Blazing okay. it across his armor. Because I am still hasted, I'm going to swing another. Well, I hasted myself, so. Yeah, you hasted yourself. Uh, swing again. First. That's a. Oof, I'm not on that anymore. A 36 to hit. 36 will do it. All right. Sheena's not performing right now. She is. Or she is. It's okay. She never stops. Um, that's 18 hidden blade to the body. All right. And the spell is frigid touch. As he discharges <laughs> this energy, the blade cuts into him, and he takes that hit and grunts. But the cold discharges. You can see it visibly freeze across mm -hmm. his clothes and his skin where you've cut through. But it doesn't seem to affect him at all. I wasn't going for the cold. It's the stagger I was looking he for. Is still staggered. Because that's not dependent on the cold. Right. That was my so, uh, second technically attack. Yes. Second and third. 32. 32 will do it. I think it'll be your last one. With 20 fishing with this last one. Yeah, pretty much. T. Yeah, this yeah. is a 16. So you got one more hit on him. All right. Uh, that's... Oh my goodness, that's, I rolled the wrong thing. My fault. I would black blade. That's a habit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Whatever. Um, uh, I got the hidden blade. It's um, oh, so it's two less. It's just two yeah, less. sixteen. And I see, hmm, a d six of that is frost. Uh, which is two. So it's even two less than that. Yeah, too, two less than that. frost damage. And that would apply to the last one too, then, because it's a frost right. blade. And is that's, that it for you? Uh, that's me. Taylor, feels bad, man. Dara. It happens. Um, so, how is Honora looking, by the way? Is she looking, like, really close to she's, death? No, she's, she's hurt. She's definitely taking some hits. She's she's not, like, she's dueling him pretty well. They're both okay. getting worn taking down. Hits. Okay, so I will just keep on chugging down. And we'll try and just Kill keep laying bolts in the CRN. Yep. Oh, pretty good roll, what's, I say. What's gridded? Uh, the first, we're doing the last set of grit. We have uh, the first three are grit, <laughs> but I'm putting two two grit on the first one and the third ones. Well, I still have one left oh. because one is natural grit or the deed signature. You're down to um, one grit. I'm down so which to one ones grit. are gridded? Is, what's the, the question? The first two are gridded. The first three were gridded. Grit. If the first three are grit, then the first three will hit. 
And was that yep. last one a nat 20? It was not. So the second two are going not. to miss. I saw a green number, but that was a nice Yeah, so I need a lot of green into, numbers. Three more hits into him, rather. You get a lot of green numbers. I do, I do. Uh, so 19, uh, 17, and so. 20. It's wearing him down. Slowly He's but surely. Not even slowly. At this point, he literally staggers back five foot uh, from, from that cold, that frigid touch, even though the cold doesn't hurt him at all, still numbing and slowing him enough that he can't really act. And he's desperately injured. And as he steps back, and to grit his teeth in fury and shake his head. And just say, you know what? Fine, then. I'll be back for this! As he points back towards the Soul Crucible. There's nothing you can do about it. You can't destroy this. You can't destroy the work we've put into this. You can't destroy my damn legacy, girl! And reaches for a potion on his chest and drinks it. And interestingly, this seems to have multiple effects. Because as he puts the thing to his lips, you can see the series of holes and slashes that have just been cut, sliced through his body. You can see them mend together at an alarming speed. It's definitely healed him. But he also disappears. And I cannot see him at all for mind sense or anything. Mind, mind sense. Mind sight. He is still right there. I he would has, call that out. He's <laughs> gone nowhere. And out from the pool comes another of the tortured black shades. As this one moves closer, closer, and reaches out to Kahina. Whoops. Why you wrong? No. Why you no roll? That's fine. He doesn't have to roll. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, what is your touch? You may miss, actually. 32. Your Whoa. touch. Your touch. Oh, touch. 13. <laughs> I was going to say, flat like, footed. wow. Well, yeah, I was like, your touch is not uh, no, 32. I'm <laughs> 13. <laughs> it's awful. 13. He is, gonna he, touch he is me. in fact, going to touch you. Yeah. And you are going to lose five strength. As again, this thing starts to sap your essence towards the Soul Crucible. Okay. I am not going down like this. Nope. No, sir. Leave. No, no. I'm just going to look at the both of you and I'm like, no. Not at all. This is not how this goes down. You started this fight. You can finish it. I'm going to five foot step back. I'm going to throw that cape of the monobank over me. And I'm going to disappear back into the room that Lothied's dead body is. I'm going to just go not be. So you just dimension the door front lines. out. Away from this. <laughs> no. Inori. 
it's come down, it's just Team Double D. I would be like... Uh, Sword included. I would uh, be doing callouts like very similar to how we practiced while we were training together for not exactly this moment, but a similar moment. But I would be doing similar callouts so that he knew exactly kind of which square or the general area and we'd be fairly good at it, I would say. At this point, probably. You're probably decent at this, this call-out game. And he hasn't moved. He's in the same square as where he drank the potion, so you can call that out pretty easily. <laughs> I would say back to Dara, wincing in pain, uh, I'm the wardeness of the talents. I order you to leave this room, and I'm going to wait for him to leave the room. Wait for me to leave the room? Yep. So I'm going to hold my turn. I told you to lead. Leave, yes. I will five foot step back. And I'm going to full round aim at that man. He left the room. One step up. Dara's never more than five feet from leaving the room. And with your mind sense, you know he's right there. And with your crossbow, you have a yeah. problem here because you, you had a grit. I know, I am out of grit. shot was gritted. Three? Boy, is that the one you default to? Three? Uh, the, the three is normally the one, but I guess if I don't have any grit left, I mean, it kind of works. It doesn't work out because I've already shot. So since I've already walked shot, we're, uh, shot and three is my normal, I will keep the three. So then with your first two are going to connect uh, the seeking property of your bow unerringly pulling the bolts into Ciaran. And in order you can see them disappear as they collide with the invisible man still standing there. Everything and else then... is going to evade. Okay, so that's for 19 and 18. Inori, he left the room. He can't be, can't be, man. <laughs> Dara did as he was commanded. Injured and injured and um, oh, in, in a bad way. Seeing him leave the room, almost kind of half smirk on her face, like <laughs> can't believe he actually walked. Him. <laughs> and then I, I'm going to move to here if I can. Not can AOO you if you do that. Because you know, you know where he is, because Dara called it out. That's going to move through a threatened square. Um, uh, he did, I did call it, he did call it out. Yeah, well, you know I, where he is. I would, I would make it a five foot then, if I knew he was right in front of me. Oh, so, so you're, you're here. So you know no. he's right there, because that's Dara's, Dara's call, he hasn't moved. So you can five okay. foot like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'll work. And I am going to... Mm. Uh, it's, it's tricky because I'm going to defensively cast a spell because I know he, I don't. I think he's there. And I'm going to start um, defensively casting something where okay. uh, hair is going to stick straight up. My eyes will go completely white and the fire that you've seen so many times that coats your body 
is just wild and out of control and just growing and it's going super white right now it's going to take me a full round to cast so i start it on this turn all right dara you can sense Ciaran's soul, his mind, rushing towards you as it already clears the way. But that still doesn't really help you defend yourself against it. As the invisible moon cleave just slashes up towards you. What's your touch again? 25? Uh, it is 25, yes. Oof. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Was that a crit confirm? It oh, was God. a crit threaten, and I have failed to confirm, but I have, have one, one more villain hero. point left. <laughs> oh, here, oh my point. That's goodness. Right. Edaware, <laughs> your villain point is going into this crit confirm. <laughs> So, as this cuts up through you, Mm -hmm. as he just slices into you, striking from the shadows, Mooncleave just does way beyond what's necessary to take you down. This was nearly 100 damage in this swing. Okay. Oof. As you just barely see the white glimmer of this sword almost poking through the invisibility as it slashes up and brings you down. You are at dying two because you went down the to crit, a critical yeah, 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 yeah. The shadow of Baylor is going to haunt towards Inori as is this new shadow but it's a full round for it to get to you. But this close, close. phasing one is going to reach out. Let you touch. Oh, boy. I know. Is it in the 20s at all? No. 16. And you lose four strength as you feel your essence start to get pulled back to the soul crucible. Oof. Ouch. Inori. As the flames are growing completely out of control, just with a a primal scream of pain and agony, I explode and let out all this elemental energy and the, into the entire room. Even you have to make a concentration checks. So you didn't do any damage. <laughs> even to hurting myself at the same time. Detonate. Detonate. 51, and it was fire to everything. I mean, there's a reflex save. Uh, it's a 30-foot radius, but within 15 is, like, the true... Yeah, so death. it's the full blast. Let me see. He's within 15. He's getting full blast. Gonna make a reflex save. Just gonna roll a d20, because he only fails us on a 1. Uh. He's gonna take half. So that's 25. 
You're gonna take half. You're gonna take 25. Yeah, I did. I, I did it. These two shades are both going to fail, and the shade of Baylor is going to be blown away, as the new shade is also going to take 25 from this explosion. And uh, Baylor, give me a Sirocco desk, because this one should have one tick of Sirocco on it too. I will click Sirocco all day long for you. <laughs> <laughs> you will literally do that all day long. It's like, I love this part. <laughs> Dara. Yes. Make me a death save. It's just a raw D20. A raw D20. You're dying two. Hey. 14's good. 14. Ooh. You're dying one now. Ciaran. I can't hear exactly where it is, but you hear him stumble around in this hallway for the pain of this blast and just call out. He's clearly still right there in the hall. Inori! Girl! Come on! We can end this! We've dealt with the descent! And uh, you hear him gulp something down and calls out, Just stop fighting! You don't have to read my mind to know that I'm not going to. This shade's gonna swing again. And you are gonna lose one strength! The D8 oh comes up one sometimes. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Minori. Ah. Boy. <laughs> Man. Okay, I wasn't expecting my turn to be so quick again. Um, <laughs> so it's not a lot yeah, of there's, there's only one of you. <laughs> I mean, Kahina, you can do whatever if you want to. I mean, you're definitely in range to like stuff and heal Dara, and you're you're still pretty far back from this. You can just, if you want to take an action, you can. But it took you off initiative. Um, teleport out of the fight. So he's in. He's somewhere around there, right? Yeah, he's in his hallway. He's somewhere in this gender in this hallway. You can hear him talking. He's he's okay. he's like right here. And I'm I'm just gonna hold my hand up. I'm like I'm just gonna take him. You don't have and to. I mean, if it's your character, like, don't feel too bad. Like, just, it is your character. I mean, I just gonna <laughs> look at Dara and think on it. And I mean, Dara killed Baylor, basically. So. Not feeling a lot of empathy towards Dara right now. The Gios has caused more trouble than it's worth. So if Dara's not dying, that's fine. But Kahina is not gonna heal him. She is she is pretty pissed off that she's lost Baylor. Are you doing anything? Uh she's just gonna look at CR and be like, My fight's not with you. Inori. And I, where whereabouts did I hear him? Is, is... He's, he's at the entrance of this hall. He's talking, so you can pinpoint exactly where he is. So you can do some five footstep in range. Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, feeling the um, the last of my arcane power. I, I know I have just a touch left. I am going to use it 
and remember my teachings in the mountain with Master Sin and how he taught me arcane accuracy to enhance my ability to fight with my own magic and uh, hopefully increase my abilities to maybe hit this guy, even if he's invisible. And I'm going to five foot step in and start swinging in this circle where Ciaran is. Just going to go for it. Just lay into him. All right. Give me some attack rolls. First one is a sat 41. All right. Keep rolling me attack rolls. Okay. Second one is a oh, 27. 27 is going to be a hard miss, unfortunately. We got one more in you, I believe. Yeah. Are you still hasted? Ah, yes, I am. Okay, well, you got two more. It's, it would be real close. <laughs> well, that's point. like 16 rounds now, so I mean, it's Oh, yeah, a while. good point. That's a good point. It lasts uh, a while. So the haste attack would be... A 30. 30 is also just going to hard miss. I mean, can I hero point that? Or... Yeah. If you got a hero point, you can hero point that. Yeah. Absolutely, here put whatever you want. Okay, great, great. We'll we'll mm, we'll do that. Uh, Thirty. Thirty again. again. You got one more. And this is the boy. Five, four, one. 19. That's not going to be a D100, because one of those is enough to get to the 50-50 miss chance. What about, do I need high or low here? You need <laughs> high. 51 plus. 51 plus. Big money. Or Can two. I hero point that? <laughs> you cannot hero point a D100. All right. That's fair. So you just swing wild in a square <laughs> with your hidden blade. <laughs> and with your arcade accuracy, just catching nothing. Man. Dara, make me a death save. Okay. Oops, 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 oops. Uh, D20. Oof, one. Ooh, that was Ooh. one. That's dying three. Yes. And Ciaran is just gonna dismiss his invisibility. As he's standing here, you can see he's almost fully healed. And he just tosses a vial to the ground. And as you're just swinging, he just dodged a couple of them. He just puts a hand up. Come on, girl. Up. Take care of your friend. Take care of Team Double D. Do what you gotta do and just get out of here. This isn't your problem anymore. And uh, he kind of focuses in a bit and holds up a hand, not towards you, but past you. And the shadowy energies just get sucked, pulled back into the soul crucible. This is this thing. This thing is so much more 
and your entire lifetime to understand. It's terrifying. I get that, but just leave me to my work, girl. Anori. I thought I knew you. And I would just push past him if I could to get to Dara. And you know, you would know, sorry again, but you would know from living with me that from how difficult it was for me to wait two years to head after the Psychotracks that I would never be able to live peacefully without going after this. There, there's no way you would even question it. Sorry, come on. What are you doing, Dara? Are you gonna? Dara is gravely injured. He's alive, but on the very verge of death. <laughs> um, I would give Dara a potion to the lips. And uh, hopefully... We don't have quite enough actions to get their draw potion and give it to them. Oh, no. You're right. So Dara. I need a dead save. Okie dokie. Let's see. Oops. There we keep doing that. D20 of 10. Hero. Yeah, I mean, I... That's, that's death. Do you yes, have any hero I... points? Because that's... I do... That is you okay. are dead. Well, I did I do have one from Squadron E. Let's see. Fifteen. That is enough for you to stabilize long enough for Nori to get a potion to you. And to wake you up off the ground there. And uh what kind of potion did you give him? I think it's a cure moderate. I think I have those. Yeah. Uh, yes. So he's going to get... He's going to wake up on the ground That's with 15. 15 health. And Saren kind of takes a step back in the room as Dara wakes up, but just in a pile with Panavar in the corpse heap in the doorway here. I see Inori and Kahina standing around you. No sign of Baylor anywhere. When, just uh, this massive furnace just blaring over the all. I'm just gonna walk and walk past this mess of Inori and Dara and stuff and then just hold my hand up at Ciaran and be like, I'm yeah. not. Is Yeah, I'm walking past him. Yeah, to Ciaran. Yeah, to Ciaran. Well, and then past him because I'm walking over to where uh, Baylor disintegrated. Did his did everything, or is there anything there? So he like, has left a pile of his, like all of his gear, is on the floor okay. in a heap. His body I'm gonna go was grab pulled out. The envoy ring. Oh, Ciaran starts kind of trying to 
pick and flick some of his tar off of him. This is not a bad Maybe. idea. I got bad news, though. Not a ton of juice in that thing. It's going to take a while to brew up. It's got maybe two more uses, so... You know, um, and he turns um, back to Nori and Dara as a gesture of friendship. Friendship. You want to use those... Uh, and I'm gonna... friend and your empress. <laughs> I've got a necklace in one hand and an envoy ring in the other. Is the Soroka still going? Yeah, yeah Soroka is still blaring, but it's, it's gonna end. To... It'll end within a minute or so. It's only so long. I'm gonna look at both of them, and then I'm gonna look at Dara, and I'm gonna be like, "And your Gios or whatever it is, you're gonna stop it, stop, or kid. I will come over there and put you down myself." Sharon waves a hand. He says he can't. If it, if I know it's he can't. Geus, if it's some kind of a real divine purpose, nothing he can do about that. But that said, it's possible we can help him. What's this Geus from? Dart, even know? He called it a divine purpose. He came back yeah. with it when he died. Erasma, then, I figure. Interesting how that works. I know a guy. And, uh, he steps up next to the Soul Crucible. Might take me a minute. But... I'm pretty sure I can make contact with Dasatorum. If there's anyone that's an expert at subverting Phrasma's divine gaze, it's him. He steps, I uh... don't think he would want that. I don't think he wants this. Look, girl, he wasn't given a choice. A god forced this on him, and he's just gonna walk past the both of you up into this room to this shadow walter and he didn't ask for this he didn't get a choice he didn't get a say you're talking about what makes you human and he reaches up puts a hand on this altar and so it's kind of focusing if anything i'm pretty sure it's free will And with that, I think we leave this for next week. That was so intense! <laughs> Where next week, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate not just you here in the chat, but you here in the players hanging out an extra hour. How could you not? I right? know. I, I definitely could not <laughs> walk away from that. Next week... I think it's about time for an ending. And next Monday, we are going to bring you the finale of the War for the Crown. <laughs>